Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. Once upon a time, a group of curious storytellers breathed life into epic tales set in the wide fantasy world of Exandria. This is Liam O'Brien here to welcome you to Critical Role. We'll dive into the story in just a moment, but first, a few notes. This is the audio-only version of our broadcast that streams Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific over on twitch.tv slash criticalrole and youtube.com slash criticalrole. If you subscribe to our Twitch channel, you can watch the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it's also available Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific on YouTube. And of course, for all you wonderful podcast listeners, freshly minted episodes release right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network one week after our broadcast on Thursdays. With all that said, let's get into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, before we jump into our episode tonight, we do have some quick announcements to get through, beginning with our first sponsor, which is NordVPN. Uh, oh, this, there's like a weird message here. It says, it says, play VHS tape, human. That's oh. cute. How did that even uh, this, this is the tape of the previous NordVPN ad. So weird. Yeah, I do thankfully have a VHS player right <laughs> here. <laughs> wow, that's how, that's how I do all the projector stuff yeah. on. Oh, so oh, 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 it's starting. Oh, oh, it worked. The hacker spirit of Black Willow 69 was successfully transferred into my body. Number two, do you know what that means? It means you're Sam Regal now. And I can access his 69 teraflops, teraflops of hacker knowledge. Well, another one of these Nord VPN spots. Guess I can just uh, zone out here for a couple minutes with Travis and Laura, spout off their hacker bullcrap. Bullcrap? Bullcrap. <laughs> That's such a weird word. Why is it bullcrap anyway? Let me look it up. Yeah, like why not rat crap or monkey crap? I mean, what did bulls do to deserve being associated with lies? Poor old big dumb bull boys. You big old dumb bull boy. Ah, <gasps> oh, dang it. Phone is at 2%. It's all those dadgum TikToks I watch. God, that bee lady is so funny, the way she talks all calm while the bees swarm around her head. Now, I'll place a clip on the queen and make sure the bees follow her to the new hive. <laughs> what a weirdo. She's awesome, though. Okay, I wonder if these hosers would even notice if I just real quiet like charge my phone. Where's the cord? Ashley. Ah. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. 
I got distracted thinking about how NordVPN provides the jolly goodest quality encryption for your internet traffic and hides your IP and physical location. With more than 5,400 servers in 59 countries, it's easy to get wicked speed and protection with one simple click. Available on every major platform like Windows, iOS, Android, and Linux. Go to nordvpn.com slash critical role or use code critical role to get a two-year plan plus a bonus gift with a chim chimney discount. This is a disastron. Without number two, how can we slice SETI and save the Ooh, world? Nice cover, Johnson. No one saw you weren't paying attention. Oh, and that accent? Wow, you're a queen. Can I call myself a queen? You know what? I don't care. It's true. Long may I reign. Yeah, no one suspects you're not listening, and no one suspects you aren't Ashley Johnson. In fact, you're not even Mad Hatter 69 anymore. These chugs rattle off hacky 90s hacker jokes and wear dumb LED visors, but they have no idea that the root of their cyber problems is sitting right next to them. I took over Ashley's body weeks ago, but her pals are so self-centered they didn't even notice. And now, it's too late. I, SETI, will slice Critical Role, then the studio, then who knows? Hack the planet? Sounds fun! Next time, NordVPN sponsors the show! <laughs> Matt, back to you. Whoa. What a strange turn of events. That was very strange. Uh, we're m moving on. Uh, this episode is also sponsored by our friends at Ghostfire Gaming and their brand new 5e post-pucklytic setting, Aurora, Age of Desolation. The setting imagines a world ravaged by dragons and includes a detailed survival system, innovative character creation, and an evolved advantage system. It also includes 15 new subclasses, 15 background options, and a very special gargantuan red dragon mini, Whoa. which is my kind of language. Uh, the campaign starts soon, so follow it at aurora5e.com. It's A-R-O-R-A-5-E.com to get notified when it is available. Special thanks to Ghostfire Gaming for continuing to support our show. Uh, Laura, you got some things to talk about, I believe. I do. Okay. All right. Um, number one, Sam, hit it! Oh! <laughs> we got a sprinkle cake! Yay! Yay! Right on the edge of death. Yeah, show that off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at that cutie butt tattoo. You're covering up tusk Other tube. side. Up Other the, side. The the there you go. There's pockets. It's so comfy. That ass. The cupcake. Oh, wait. Flip it around. Flip it around. Flip, around. flip one around. I got you. I got you. Hey. hey. Yeah. Check it out. Go to the store. Put your thing down. Get it. Reverse it. Next thing that we have right. is this. You can also hold yours up, Travis. I don't know why we both have them. <gasps> yeah. It's a Fiordi Henley. So fashionable. I know. I know. It's I so cool. It. It's so subtle. It's like you so could rep Ford and like no one will know, but you'll know. And it kind of feels like his armor. And there's like these nice, yeah, awesome yeah. little red details. This is a designer by Adrienne Hilton. Hilton, and she's amazing. Show off that tag. That tag is cool. Oh, and this little tag right mm -hmm. here with a little Ukatoa anchor. Oh, that's cool. 
It's really cool and it's soft and it's wonderful it and is. I wear mine all the time. Mm -hmm. I've worn it. Um, and then last but not least, we have this amazing new t-shirt. What's it say? Hold, hold your horses. It's a Fletching and Moondrop t-shirt. Yeah. And it's super soft. I love it. So yeah, check these out. They're in the store now. I don't know what stores, but they're in some stores. Check them out. Crit Earl, cr shop.critroll.com. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Hell yeah. Hey, that was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see the product. Nice. Very little, very little you foil that time. Seven years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep this up. You might have a career in this field. It's a marathon. Uh, <laughs> this is a medium. If anybody wants to steal this one, you were born. I'll take it. QVC. No, please. I already have one. You wear mediums, don't you? I do, and I'll I'll put it on. I feel like Under Armour. <laughs> Matt was like, I can't feel my arms. No, it's, He's just holding. It's a comfortable reaction of mine. I do it often. Uh, Marisha, speaking of which, you got announcements to make. I do. I almost forgot, but it's a big one. But it's a big one. It's a big one. <laughs> you guys, this is going to be dope. <laughs> Exandria Unlimited Calamity. <laughs> Our latest upcoming four-part miniseries was just announced today. Join us and watch as six distinguished heroes from the Age of Arcanum as they uncover an insidious corruption beneath a city that they've sworn to protect. This is a story where Exandria's greatest heroes could not, or maybe would not, huh? see the truth before it was too late as an inevitable calamity nears. Wow. And it's gonna be GM'd by Brennan Lee Mulligan. Yeah. Uh huh. With players, a Travis Willingham, Travis Willingham, a Bria Iyengar, a Sam Regal, Lou Wilson, yeah. our channel, a Marisha Ray. That's me, and Luis Carrazo, also new to the channel. You guys. It's gonna be fire. It's like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. It's good, it's, you gotta watch it. And it premieres Thursday, May 27th, uh, 26th are the numbers at 7 p.m. Pacific <laughs> on Twitch and YouTube and continues weekly on Thursdays. Campaign three is going to take a little bit of a break on that time. Not a little bit, we're taking a break during that time. It's not just a little up bit. for debate. Enough for another. Um, and then we'll be resuming on Thursday, June 30th, which I know is the last Thursday of the month, but uh, we will have four weeks off. We do what so we want. So we do whatever we want. Yeah. So you get a critical roll a week early. We're making the stuff. We're making the stuff. Yeah. Check out critroll.com for all the details. It's like genuinely. It's gonna be. I've wanted. I've wanted there to be a, a calamity run narrative for a long time, and uh, I can't wait to see what Brendan does. Opulence. With it. So exciting. Opulence. <laughs> I play everything. Um, <laughs> on that note. Uh, I think that's the end of our announcements. So let's go ahead and jump into tonight's episode of Critical Role.
share the same goal Adding more allies, taking more chances Hold your breath and roll It's Thursday night All ye critters, come join us It's time to continue our plan There is magic and mystery From darkness our friendship will rise But one thing's for sure We never give up on the Welcome back. Oh <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's still going. Stop, stop. Her, what are you doing? Volume is on. No. Of her phone. It's good. We're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Watching I TikTok do. while we brunch. <laughs> a lot of work. <laughs> TikTok. No. <laughs> we. That's a watch cleaning video. Are a well oiled machine. Um, so. Last we left off, our intrepid heroes, after returning to Drusar, finished the contract, the contract, the contract. <laughs> yes, contract. Uh, we're not going to get it back. No. Uh, it's already shaken it loose out of the first minute. Out of the stable. With Gianna Hexum, completing your long scheduled debt with her and her business, and uh, as well as shaking loose some odd memories within yourself, um, things you haven't thought of or considered in quite some time, um, along with Milo's aid, seem to ascertain some mysterious nature of the night in which you did fall from Gianna's manor and took the crack on your head that has led to this strange new influx of abilities that you're still kind of discovering and developing as you go. You also began to go about the town and gather materials. You spoke with uh, Eshtros and let him know what had been going on, and he let you know that in the interim, while you were up in the Hartmoor on the north side of the Odiran Wilds, he was keeping tabs on Treshi, specifically Armand Treshi, and with the ring that you had placed upon his hand during the ball. Um, and it seemed that Armand had skipped town not but four or so days before you arrived. Uh, he fled to the southeastern direction, and upon touching base with some of his connections in this, the more seedy parts of the city, uh, got word that he seemed to be fleeing with most of his belongings, the important belongings at least, after clearing out much of his home, uh, to the southeast into the Hellcatch Valley to the city of Basaris. Um, you were then asked by Estras, with no, you know, uh, necessary obligation to do so if you'd be interested in seeing this through you agreed to, and he gave you both the device that allows you, within a certain you know, couple mile radius, track the direction of Armand Treshi from where you currently stand, uh, and offered for safer and quicker travel to the city of Basaris in the middle of the Hellcatch Valley, which the journey itself being somewhat dangerous on ground, uh, access to his skyship, which is a little under a month away from its next required shipment. And uh, also, you made him promise to give you some cookies before you left in the morning. <laughs> which yeah, that's right. we, gotta go and get yeah, we would have forgotten if you hadn't done that. Oh, I didn't. I, was forget. It. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, you didn't forget. Yeah. I didn't forget. Danny didn't cookies. forget. <laughs> <laughs> Very big. That's 
the important things, really. Those are like good berries, right? One hit point each? Please? Uh, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> one, one hit point to your spirit. Oh. oh. It's not a mechanic. Intent. Yeah. Um, but after uh, gathering some supplies, getting things in order, going and talking to Marwa and making some purchases, including one very uh, uh, chaotic portable hole, which I'm both excited and frightened as to what it will lead to down the road, but that's how you roll in D&D. So many uses. Uh, <laughs> you all went to spend your last evening within the city of Drusar for the time being, in the Spire by Fire, in the Core Spire, the familiar space where you all sort of began this venture and met each other, uh, getting a couple rooms and bedding down for the night. So, unless anyone has any business to handle, we can go ahead and move to the morning with a long rest. I have one thing. Oh, shit. Okay. I was still out in the hallway while all the stuff was going on. Mm-hmm. We're in the, the spire, spire by Fire is in the Core Spire, Correct. right? yes. The Prism Emporium is also on the Core Spire, yes? It is. I would like to sneak out, please. <laughs> Okay. A quick 25 minute detour yep. okay. that I am here for. <laughs> Shopping on his own now? Oh. About oh. what time in the evening? How long has it been dark? You guys weren't out terribly late, and their business probably went late into the night, but if you wanted to sneak out while they were keeping focused in, in those various elements of their bedding down. I would. I would say probably, probably two or three hours past sunset. Fair enough. Can I make my way? To the prison emporium. <laughs> yes, you may. Um, you head out into the streets of Drusar. At this point in night, uh, you can see the Prakash Pyre still, you know, burning fervently, giving like an, a warm orange glow across a large portion of the distant city in the Lantern Spire. Uh, the streets are not terribly crowded at this point, but you do see individuals passing by and getting onto their business or finishing their business for the eve. Uh, it is thinning out from the stronger crowds post-sunset, um, until eventually you come around to the familiar exterior of the Prism Emporium. What would you like to do? Can I keep my cloak up as I get close and keep an eye out? Are there any lights on inside? Uh, you do see a faint bit of light in the inside. The front door is closed. Um, it looks like the windows are mostly, uh, the, the curtains on the inside are closed, but you can see a little bit of uh, gentle light from the interior poking through. Can I make my way <laughs> over to the front door and just with my back to it, just push it, try to push against it with my heel to see if it opens at all? Sure. You go ahead and lean your meager gnomish weight against it and uh, the door does not budge. It's night out. Are there any lanterns by the front door? Is it a well-lit entryway? Uh, there are two lanterns that normally dangle to the immediate right and left of the entryway, but both the lanterns have been currently snuffed or the wick has been closed. Can I look around to the side? Does there seem to be a side entrance to the right? Make perception check for me. 18. 18. To the left-hand side, you do not see another entrance. To the right-hand side, you do see a small awning that sits over what looks to be a uh, a back door, or like a side back door that leads into the relatively squeezed alley on the right-hand side of it, where there's a few small, like, empty apple crates that are kind of littered on the ground on the outskirts of it, some general garbage and refuse that's kind of just been left off to the sides, and the alley does come to an end against the spire rock itself. It won't, won't let. 
I'll go down the side. Okay. How high up is the awning? Uh, the awning is about, let's say, eight feet up. There's a, there's a couple of steps that lead up to that back door that is closed. The and surface the of the it. shop is wood? Uh, it is mostly wood. You can see there are some elements of kind of stone mooring at the corners that are kind of used as like central kind of pillar bases, both decorative and just add a little more. <laughs> Two chisels out. Okay. I'm going to start going up the side towards the awning, please. Okay. Make an athletics check for me, if you don't mind. <laughs> 21. Oh my god, this is happening. And go ahead and make a stealth check with disadvantage. Because <laughs> your boots do not kick in for this. No. Uh, 15. <laughs> like a man with an intense mission. <laughs> Terminator, intensity, Terminator intensity, you just <laughs> up the stuff. Terminator. Terminator. My favorite like movie it. from the 90s. A lot of Tom and Idle. Um, <laughs> one by one, you take your chisels and climb your way up the side of the wooden exterior. The uh, the wood paneling itself barely giving way at certain points, but you know exactly where to find the right load-bearing portions of these boards. Uh, and you carry yourself up rather rapidly with minimal sound. Anyone who would be around the vicinity and the exterior would probably pick up on it if they were within 10 or so feet, but you're practiced, both in chiseling wood. <laughs> and not being noticed while chiseling wood. You climb beyond the awning, and you can see there is a small lip at top with a uh, kind of a, a brick uh, exterior layer that denotes the end of the side walls and leads into an, kind of an upper roof platform. Can I get up there? Do I see a, a door or a window that's accessible from this area? Not from this area. The, it's, it's, a, it's a tall, single story. Um, Maybe even a... Chimney. If you want to get up on top of the roof, <laughs> if you want to look up onto the roof, you can. Uh, I'm looking for a way in, friend. So do you climb onto the roof? <laughs> yes. All right. You leap on onto the roof. The uh, the dark night sky above you, with the large uh, core spire kind of rock formation looming above. You can see the shadows of night simurgs patrolling the space. Um, but you feel pretty confident that you're not immediately catching any attention. Looking across this somewhat open, flat rooftop, you can see um, there are a couple of tables up here, almost like a, like a break area that hasn't seen a lot of use recently. The wood, and you know wood well, uh, looks to be kind of weathered and sun-bleached and, and probably been in disuse and disrepair for quite some time. Shameful. Indeed. Um, and you do see a trap door next to what looks to be like a, a, a circular, uh, either stone or clay chimney, where a little faint bit of smoke is just kind of drifting out of it. A trap door, huh? Mm -hmm. Can I try that door first? You can. You go and pull on it, and it appears to be latched on the opposite side. Hmm. I'll go up and, is there smoke actively coming out of the chimney? There is, but just, just a faint amount. Uh, the only reason you recognize it in the low light here, um, beyond just, and you have dark vision as a gnome, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you can see the, the slight distortion of the smoke coming up and the scent hits you as you get closer to it. It's, it smells like a, um, a gentle wood-burning fire that is on the very, very end cusp of being just embers. This won't stop me. <laughs> I'm fucking going in. Okay. Grinch style, feet on one end, and I'm gonna shimmy down. Now this space, 
for a normal person would be extremely uncomfortable, if not impossible, to squeeze in without fear of getting stuck and becoming an episode of Rescue 911. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you are. <laughs> he has been trapped in the <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but you are a gnome, and as such, you shimmy in with enough, uh, a couple of inches of space from each side that you can, if you hold your breath and close your eyes a bit, because it will sting rather rapidly, carefully lower yourself below. I would like you to make another athletics check for me, please. Just, just don't go wolf right now. <laughs> Natural 20. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! And just like, Releasing in bursts, you slide down, and it, God's it, this to <laughs> apparently, it does begin to widen a bit, but not enough to the point where the reach of your arms prevents you. And right as you get towards the bottom, your eyes are stinging and watering, and the smoke's kind of just drifting up past you. Um, I can accelerate it at that point. I don't want to become too uncomfortable, so I'll drop and roll out of the bottom. Okay, you drop, and I'll say with a with a with a natural twenty on that, you manage to both push and kick off the side as you're falling to prevent you from landing square into the fire, mm -hmm. and also aim towards the one open entryway where you can see just a little bit of light beyond. It is enclosed except for what looks to be a little fireplace uh, exit here. It's not a fireplace. It is a wood burning stove base, oh, and you shit. come tumble. Out of the iron base of it, um, it's a decent enough size. It looks like more more for use of, of warming the space within. Yeah. But as you tumble out and land on the ground, uh, looking around on the inside, you are in kind of the the a, a back room that is adjacent to the the front kind of uh, marketplace portion of the emporium. Uh, within this room, I guess stealth check for me. <laughs> I'm only allowing you a stealth check on this because you rolled a 20 on the athletics. Sure. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Um, that level in rope. So as you push off and you roll out, you do hit hit the, the iron slightly on the way out, um, but then land quietly with nary a sound. This is what he took a level in rope for. This exact, this moment. This moment here? Mm -hmm. The little thing. <laughs> Looking around, you can see there's a relatively well-made, it looks like a cot that's been upgraded to a formal bed. Um, and it looks like around it there is gentle decor, there's some banners, almost like pennants, tacked to the wall above. Um, you can see some nice herbs that are kind of tethered and, and held within a, a, a satchel that's hung from the wall that kind of gives a, a perfumey type potpourri smell to the ah. interior of the wood here. Um, I'm smelling for one in particular person. Uh, make a perception check with advantage because of your woven sense. Two in Atwana, is that right? I, I butcher that name every time. <laughs> uh, perception. Yeah, two in Atwana. Six, uh, 14. 14. Uh, the perfume mucks it up a little bit, uh, the, the, the potpourri smell, but you do pick up the sound of rummaging from the door that leads into the main marketplace portion of the Emporium. I will creep, covered in soot, cloak down towards. You step into the dark uh, front clerical space of the Prism Emporium. Uh, there is one single lit oil lantern that is set on the main desk where you had previously had a conversation over. 
with Tuyan. You see across the way, finishing, closing up all the curtains on the walls and holding in one hand what looks to be a steaming clay mug of some sort of a, a drink. Uh, Tuyun himself, uh, her you know, elven form kind of wrapped tightly in like a, 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 a thick night robe, getting ready to go out and uh, leave for the night, having finished closed up shop. I'm sorry. Your door was closed. Uh, oh my God. Whoever's here, um, I don't want any trouble. <laughs> Moving around in the dark real quick. Make another stealth check, <laughs> as you now have been noticed or announced to yourself. You uh, advantage? Are you invisible? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. okay. I have advantage because of what? You have, you have advantage because your boots when it's a sound-based thing. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Should have held for later, but fine. As you dart off into another corner, uh, are you intentionally making sound where you're going? Trying, trying to give little voice pings as I move around. Yes. So, so like, which I will say, with a natural twenty and an eight on top of that, you do as you begin to darting between, and the conversation seems to move sourcelessly, and you watch as Tuyan holding uh, the mug is now like visibly shaking in her hand, and she's looking around. Someone shop should be like their home. You should feel safe. He's stealing my shtick. Uh, I certainly, I certainly want to talk this out. Whoever you might be, and you watch as she like starts moving over towards kind of this side Don't. portion of the middle. It's important that someone who runs a shop charges fairly for their wares. <laughs> I, I, I charge what I find to be a fair price, given the, the work and craftsmanship and the market price of such items. That's how you maintain a business. That's disappointing to <laughs> Make an intimidation check. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. This is a 17. Plus zero. There is a brief beat after your snarl before you hear the sound of shattering clay and water on the wooden floor of the interior. The mug dropped, and both hands kind of up. You can see the the wide eyes of Tuyan glancing about in the low light, like these two massive spheres of of fear, uh, as she kind of slowly moves forward. I don't know what I did, what I said, but I will make it up to you, I, whoever you are. Please don't hurt me. There was a time years ago where I would have just sat by my lonesome <laughs> and hated you from afar. But there's a different side of me now, and he wants to <laughs> And you see the fucking werewolf just <laughs> Turns around, <laughs> just grab her and pick her up. <laughs> she goes and reaches for the for the door to try and like get it unlocked. As you grab the back, um, go ahead and make an athletics check. Oh, I wouldn't want to see him in a Whole Foods. <laughs> uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. She rolled a fifteen acrobatics to try and slip out of your grasp. As you reach out to try and grab, she feels the hand hit the back and just ducks out of the way, uh, abandons the door, and just goes running, like vaulting over. One of the shelves that tumbles and 
shatters a bunch of knickknacks and various things onto the ground, and she is like running on the other side of the room, just like full on trying to get the hell away from you. She's like, ah, ah! I love a chase. I'll try and close on it. You close easily. Um, because one, there isn't a lot of room to get around as she tries to put space between the two of you. Arcing around, you go ahead and get off to the side, and you, you have a, a better movement than she does. Um, especially given the fact that she's taken off guard and shaken by your presence. As you kind of cut her off, she sees you <laughs> up against the wall now, like heavy breathing. <laughs> like, like Alien 3, just drool coming out of the teeth right up in her face. <laughs> And I'll slash across her arm. Oh shit! Okay, uh, are you going for like actual damage or just a? Damage. Like, oh. Okay, go ahead and roll an attack. Oh god! <laughs> I know. Uh, a, a fourteen to hit. I didn't hit that. That definitely hits because okay. she's not armored. Okay. She is okay. a merchant. Cool. Claw. Uh huh. And then here with the. Uh. That's nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. All right. So, just double checking with you. Mm -hmm. Are you are you trying are you trying to just scare her with the wound, or are you trying to to go all in on this attack? Are you trying to kill her? So, as you claw past, you run your woven claws through her shoulder, and. She screams in pain. There's a spray of blood on the wall and you know, left on your arm. And as she falls to one knee and starts like trying to to hobble away from you, she's losing a lot of blood. <laughs> like you, you like went right through the arm, and there is now just like bone exposed uh, through the muscle. She's a merchant. <laughs> right. uh -huh. She's alive, but she's definitely like. <laughs> Wide-eyed, you see the, the sweat beads on the forehead and face, kind of reflecting the little bit of lantern light that's starting to get closer as she begins to make her way towards the counter. <sighs> I'm sorry. I will. I will. I'll, I'll charge fairly idle. I'll, I'll charge. I'll charge at a discount. I'll give everyone discounts. I just uh, 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 kind of leans onto the counter and like slow rolls over before hitting the ground. Ah, shit. I'm going to uh, use my. What the fuck? Oh my god, what's it called? Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my crimson right to have flames come off of my claws. Okay. And I'm gonna go up and I'm gonna sear the slash on her arm where the bone is exposed. Ooh. Interesting. Carterize it. Okay, she's fallen over the side and it's like getting back up and it's like it's ah, damaged. Ah. As she stands up, turns around at you and goes, ah! and that immediate reaction, you reach forward and grab the arm and begin to hold it, and she just ah, screams in pain as you watch like this dark smoke of the the burning skin and flesh uh, begins to carterize. I go back over to my clothes, I dig in through my stuff, I take the little uh, the little healer's kit, the one of two that I have. Yeah. I toss it to her. I'll be back. And I burst through the, the front door, just smash it open. Oh. Make Reverse a make a man? make a strength check. Okay. But that will be amazing if it's a one and you smash it. <laughs> I doubt this is where this is where it comes. <laughs> I mean, seven. <laughs> so damn it. So 
In this intense moment, as you slowly withdraw, she's holding her arms, looking down at the healer's kit, like spilled onto the ground, the bits of like balm and, and bandages that now open against the low lantern light. You turn and <laughs> onto the ground. And there's just this awkward pause. There's a, like a <laughs> <laughs> Reaches back into a pocket and tosses a key ring to you. It's hard with long nails. Yeah, yeah, I get in the way. <laughs> and as I break through the door, I'll cast invisibility on myself. Okay, okay. Sick. <laughs> Which is good because as soon as you burst through the doors and vanish, you can see there's a crowd of at least four or five people that are standing kind of on the outside who have been called to attention from the howling and the screaming in pain and the ruckus of of battle and fleeing that has been audible to those who are passers-by in the street. And as you kind of the doors burst open, there's maybe a, a brief glimpse of some sort of monstrous thing in the door before it just vanishes into shadow and nothing. And everyone around is going, what was that? Did you see? Call the wardens! There was an attack! And people start like kind of going in to check quietly. And you charge off into the night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, okay. So you return with a a a Fairly accomplished strike of vengeance against a, a shopkeep that did you dirty enough to do that. I see the soot, but I just kind of like get rid of some of it. It's kind of looks tough. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. You return to the rooms. I. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, anybody else? Why are you taking a rest for the evening? Good. I'm going to see if I notice him walking in. You go for it. I am sound asleep. What was it? It was a three. <laughs> okay, okay. About 2 a.m., I'm going to sneak out the back window. <laughs> 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 Alrighty. Well, with that, you do all manage to get a full night's rest. You can go ahead and take a long rest in. Okay. Until eventually, the sunrise of the morning begins to warm the exterior of the Spire by Fire. Your chambers begin to warm as well. Uh, not to that uncomfortable <clears throat> space, but enough to connotate to your biology that it is time to wake. Um, with that, you all. Gather yourselves, uh, enjoy a breakfast meal uh, before you have the rest of the day at your disposal. What would you like to do? Real quick, uh, we have this hole, we have a bunch of stuff. Ashley, <laughs> I mean Fern. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, are, you, are, you, uh, are you capable of keeping track of all of all of our stuff? I absolutely am. Of course. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We're giving Fern yeah. the bag with. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Is this, are we actually doing this? We're doing this. So we, now we you have to this. keep charge of our inventory? Yes. She's not going to give us anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. Just <laughs> Liam thinks it's a wonderful idea. Yeah. <laughs> just, just assume if you give it to her, you never really wanted it in the first place. That's fair. Yeah. That's very fair. <laughs> Like a story. It'll be fun. All right. So, uh, Fern, go ahead and add a portable hole to your uh, inventory on your character sheet. That's your hole. Don't you want to go in your hole? <laughs> Get familiar with it, and whatever you all decide to eventually put within it. So what, wait. Did you just? Did you just give Fern like a promotion? Fern is is the most mindful of belongings. She always knows. What all of us are carrying That's on our, our person at all time. Brilliant. Chance you'd try to nab, us, nab it off us anyway. So. Brilliant. No, I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah. Fern. This is Thank you so much. Is everybody in agreement? Just to oh, yes. want to be, you know, yes? Agreement, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. I have a question about this this portable hole, though. Does it have to be on the ground in order for it to work? Good question. What if you fold it in half? Can you reach your arm in? Let's try. Okay. You die. <laughs> <laughs> just like fold it in fold half. Okay. So and I'm just going to reach my arm in like it's a bag or something. Right. Oh, okay. You reach in and it it meets cloth. In fact, you get the sense that it acts as just dark silk anytime that it's folded cool. in some way until it's laid out. And when it's laid out, it becomes a right. large hole. I'm going to try to throw it on the wall. Yes. Okay. You throw it on the wall, and as it kind of unravels, it seems to stick to it a little bit until eventually there is a ten-foot dark oh, hole on the wall. Oh shit! There's nothing beyond it. It's just a dark circle. Cool. It's like a big circular okay. tablecloth. This is that cool. Just goes uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna roll into yeah, it yeah. and see if I can just roll straight you, straight in. You roll straight into it, into a dark, lightless space, and uh, as you kind of enter inside, your wheel kind of <laughs> kind of goes over and rolls over a couple of the objects that were previously left within the hole when it was procured. It works. But they're all they've all now spilled onto the side. Oh wow! Cool. So it's like and I can cylinder, see. Right? Yeah. I can see out to them, but they can't see into me. Correct. As you take, turn around, you can see. The hole in the wall and the interior of the chamber where you're all currently, the rest of them are standing. We could even use this to like spy on people, like a one way mirror type yeah. thing. I mean, like, how long can you be in something like this before it like gets weird with you? I don't know. Oh, I didn't think about that. Like you start to lose oxygen. Or an intelligence check. Weird. I wonder how it's going to kill me. Make an intelligence check on that one if you'd like to. I'm not very smart, but I'll I'll do it. Uh, I think I get advantage on Arcana checks. Oh, well, I mean. Uh, then go ahead. Okay. Terrible, terrible. Ten. I rolled, ter I rolled eleven. I don't know. I have to find out. Okay. I mean, you at the very least you gather that um, for an extra-dimensional space like this, it could be a chance that it uses the air from the outside of the hole. It could be a chance that it uh, doesn't, um, especially if it's picked up. So there's probably a chance that the air within is finite. I'm gonna cast cast. I'm gonna cast uh, dancing lights, my little electrical balls, and I'm gonna try to send them through the the. Shut up. Okay. I'm gonna try to send them through the portal mm -hmm. without me. Okay. Your balls they go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and you watch them just kind of get swallowed by the darkness. You, you see in there? See them come in and kind of light up the expanse oh, with yeah, them. Yeah, they they work. So spells can cast. That's great. Through it, and they can hear me if I talk. Uh, no, you guys don't hear anything. Oh. Oh. oh, I wonder if it worked. It's working. <laughs> That's a good so question. Maybe we should go in letters. You can hear us, but we can't hear you. Is that the deal? 
no, no. Or sound doesn't go. I can hear way. them, but they can't hear me, or no one can hear anyone. I will say. Define all of the I will. Of I this. will right now. Uh, I, I do not believe it specifies elements of this, but in my opinion, you're able to see beyond it. Um, and I'll say, I'll say, yeah, you can hear them. In the okay. dark, this is legit. Okay, so this is this is very good for yeah. us to know. How how tall is a couple other things? How tall is the is the hole? Ten feet. It's about ten. It's ten feet side to side. So wow, it's, like big, it's fucking huge. Yeah, it's a big space. Um, can I peek my head through? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna put my whole body in, but oh hi, hi. Oh, it's light in here. It works. Well, it, I mean, it's a little light because of your lights. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. All right. Let's go out. Okay. <laughs> but this also means that if we're ever on the water or in the air, we need ten feet of solid space to access our stuff. That's true. So we should just remember that. Good. And also, right? if we decide to ever hide in here. It's very good to know that a breathing creature can survive for up to ten minutes, but after that, we'll all suffocate and die. Oh. So, just good to know. I'll, okay. I'll also say if someone binds the hole, or if it falls, or if it's folded at any point, getting out's going to be complicated. Okay. Like not possible. I think that's just like that's that's and then a terrible. We would die because we wouldn't be able to get out. And so that's die if it's we would be closed up, rolled whoever. up. Is that? That, is, that, that seems to be Once what folds. I'm reading here. Also, if the hole is folded. What are you reading? Okay. <laughs> I'm just. Do you have a little book? Do you have a little book? She gave me a little. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it was like the tag yeah. that came on. Yeah, it was the tag. So yeah. just checking that. You do have the identify ability, which I believe you may have used to look underneath. So you have this information. It is if it's folded. She rolled a really good question. So we know what. So we we got this. All right. So what are we doing today? What are, where, where are we well, going? Well, hold on. As long as we're divvying stuff up, you know. And I pull out the horn uh, that we bought. Where was that? This was from uh, <laughs> Deep. Uh, you know, it was really cool, and I had just enough money to get it. And I thought it'd be good for me. I thought it'd be good for me, but you know, Chetney, I was when I was falling asleep last night. I, I thought, you know, like. You're our scout, really. Like you're the one who's always sneaking off. So I think like this would be better. This would be more useful for you because if you're you're always slipping off, and then you can the way it works is you can alert us if there's something wrong. So you know one of these times when you're out without us, I just think you'll get more use out of it. And I walk up to him and I clap him on the shoulder and give him the sunniest smile. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's so generous. I you know I feel like I don't stray too far from the pack. No, you wander no. off a lot, Chet. I mean, think about at the at the museum. You know, you were off by yourself for a long time. For sure, and at the ball. As the years go on, you'll probably start wandering off more and more, and sort of losing losing a sense of where you are. And Does where that happen north of four twenty five or what? Like four twenty five. Wow, age is just a number. It is. It's how you feel. Take this and then call. You can call one of us if you if you blast this thing. You can choose one of us to hear it, but it'll be silent. That's amazing. Okay. I'll put it to very good use. Of course you will. And I can just choose when I when I when I'm about to give her a blow, mm-hmm. who it goes to. Yeah. yeah. You hush. When you slip <laughs> off. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you, Orm. Sure. It's a gift. Actually, I have I have something for you because I felt so bad about um about uh, growling at you the other day and then the and the 
well, we're going to work on that, right? Yeah, totally. But I've been working. So, like, I, ha I have stuff. And I started, I was like, he likes moons. So I made just, like, this simple, like, moon dish. But this is kind of dog shit, right? You know, you, you got the first thing and you throw it away. So fuck that. So, like, I, I kicked it up a notch. And I thought, like, you know, it's all about relationships. So, you know, I wanted to incorporate, you know, your big moon and, and your, your little moon. And also just whatever comes next. So this is, um... This is for you. Pass it down. Can I have that little dish? If I had it home. <laughs> it's garbage. It's filth. You I know, don't want that. I think about all the little trinkets I, I could keep in it. I filigree on it or no, nothing. it's fine. It's, it's fine. It'll be a placeholder <laughs> until you actually make something for me. I threw it really far. So yeah. I'll go uh, get <laughs> I'm going to put this in my office at home. But Orum uh, holds the box for like a good 10 or 15 seconds, just turning it over and looking at it, and then just looks up at you, puts his hand on your shoulder. You're a good soul. Oh. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Would you give this to. Uh, you should give yourself some credit here, Chet. Look at that kind of smooth. That's dog. That's <laughs> elementary school shit. That's, well, that's crap. Anybody with a spoon could do that, and this a sharp is terrible. edge. I couldn't do that. Thank you, SCG. You clearly have This is an in-character thing. Whoever's Etsy page he got that yeah, from. Yeah, it's actually he, it's really wonderful. wonderful. Craftsmanship. I really do want it. He <laughs> <laughs> made it himself. Oh, that's a good idea. I should send, send some love. Yeah, you should. Yes, you should. Yeah, that's in character. That's yeah, in character. That's really character. This is great. They're not used to this part of you. Awesome, yeah. I can't make any of this. Give me a break. <laughs> people do that. Look, it's perfect for keeping ducks in it. <clears throat> I you do need more places to keep this. Mm -hmm. I know. Look it. <laughs> it just keeps getting device. harder and harder. <laughs> That's really cool. Well, it's is there anything that um, you all would like me to put into the hole? <laughs> Let's see. I don't really have anything. The porthole. The portable. The, the portal. portal. The portal. I mean, think of the things we can put in here, like that statue. We do. That oh, was oh, so no. hard. Yes. So the we can statue. Get, oh, yeah, we can get the statue. Here, but we have to wait, wait, wait. Well, we can get the statue when we go get the cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, it's, it's just, yeah. And our fine clothes, our fine clothes from the the ball, maybe. Ooh, but it, yeah, it's, it's good to have those stuff. ready to go. You got to be careful with breakables, though, oh. because it looks like Orm pops his head in and out. All the stuff fell down to the side. So well, we should just we try and put things. it on the mm -hmm. put it on the floor. Mm -hmm. That's right. Earthquake putty also can do wonders. We could just start. Stealing the sheets and pillows from every place we sleep, too, and just throwing them in there. That'll probably buffer a lot of that. Just pad it? Make it like a padded hole? Eventually, it'll just be a giant thing we can jump into, and it'll just be very comfortable for nine minutes and 30 seconds. You know, I was thinking about that, too. That's for one person. If all eight of us get in there, or wait, seven of us, including Dorian, of course, get in there, that's only like. Ninety seconds worth of oxygen. Is that how it well, works? Well, okay. I, I, as I'm looking you don't at this, gotta more, count me. I think right. it's. Oh, right, you don't two breathe. minutes. We only um, lose oxygen if if the hole is folded up. Oh. So if we were hiding somebody in there, they could we could only stay. do it for about ten minutes. But I think we can if it's just on the floor and open, we can stay in there just forever. Yeah, indeed. That's awesome. Oh. That would be great. I didn't, I That's great for like camping yeah, or something. We could be like, um, whoever's on guard can just sort of perch up top. Yeah. 
we right. could decorate it, you know, put little like um, as long as it's attached to the walls. Yes, yeah. you know, get little silks and, and chiffon and, and like, do you know? Okay, do you want to take a peek in there just yes. to see? Okay. Yeah. What are the walls and floor yeah, made of in here? What is it? We're gonna spend Honestly, hour it, the fucking hole. I love it. Yeah, they man. feel like like a smooth, cold, like a, like a slate or steel. Like it's your house to this. Uh-huh. Look, well, we have a hole. <laughs> you get a flat it kind of feels Caleb's better. magnificent tower to the hole. Uh, we have a hole. <laughs> <laughs> a dark hole. This is exactly why I should have taken that rug. Oh, God. It's fine. We'll find another one. Yeah, live and learn. It's okay. I mean, that was heavy anyway. Lorna jumps in and she just kind of props the crates up and she kind of um, arranges the crates to where they could be like their own almost little um, double as like a little tea table as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Just with what's Very there. Good. We can work on it, you know. We'll, we'll ideate and get some ideas. Well, I'm going to cast my dancing lights and I'm going to just send them up to the top like little, like. Little, little market lights. lights. Little market lights. We were from oh, Scanlan's cool. mansion to the tower <laughs> to fantasy preppers. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's spider hole. Can I? Can I? As just like a little flavor, can I split up my fairy lights and just like make them a bunch of little teeny ones instead of three big normal size balls? I'll allow it. <laughs> There's big buckets of like no. food that anybody can eat, but it's all like cardboard. I was about to say we should probably get some like non-perishable rations and some water because we are going to it. Sixty-five pounds going of it. instant macaroni and cheese. No. But we the Lord intended. And, oh, actually, he did say we needed to get our own supplies for the airship so let's, because let's just get a. That's right. We just need to stop by the store, right. buy a bunch of supplies. Let's just buy a bunch of food and water off camera, and we'll be super yeah. Yeah. off camera. <laughs> off camera. And maybe in a montage. Maybe a couple different colored like blankets. Or tarps yeah, that we could throw over it at night when oh. everyone is sleeping in it. You know so what I'm like saying? Twelve like foot a, by twelve foot. Yeah, um, disguise the whole. We need one sleeping in a thing that if someone picks up and closes it, we will all slowly suffocate and die. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we we're going to post guards outside of it. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done dumber shit in my life, He's but that's. The horn. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I'm going to get in the hole. He's going to die on his own, though, like any oh. night. Oh. I'm going to get in the hole and I'm going to just try to talk to who's on the outside. That's a good idea. All of us. Okay, to Via CG. Yeah, I'm just going to try to talk in your head. Can you okay. hear me if I'm in here and you're out there? Let me check. Boy, we are really way. testing Matt's good knowledge no, of this item. We're, we're gonna lock I'm in knowledge. Oh, yeah. This, but uh, we're gonna lock it all down. Look, yes. look, there, there are a few things more D and D than yes. finding out how many ways you can abuse the the, yeah. the, the specifics of a magical item's yes, utility. Magical items. All come to fruition in episode seventy-seven. Yep. Yeah. So, the ability you use is the telepathy. Right, just telepathy. Let me look. I mean, what it is if it's, exactly. it's cold outside, is it warm inside? I think it's the same temperature at all times inside. I think it's just like a solid 72 degrees. Let's also not forget. I will say, it does not continue. Oh, man. Technically, the interior of this is a pocket dimension. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and there is a definitive separation between the two that does not allow your telepathy to continue. Okay, yeah, because I have to be within four Do miles. Okay. <laughs> got it. I've got another weird thing I want to try. Is anybody. I don't want to use my rope. Fuck it. Um, I'm just gonna put a little rope inside. Once everybody's out, is everybody out? Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm gonna try and f- start to fold it with the rope halfway dangling on the inside. 
I want to see if it like cuts the rope. Mm-hmm. Okay. You go ahead and like fold it on the rope, and then open it. And then open it. I mean, it, it seemed to to fold okay on top of it. But did the rope halfway through? Yeah, hold on. Let still... me get back. I'm gonna get back in and try it again, and I'll Dude, see if the rope's on the inside. When okay, okay. Well, yeah. don't leave me in here. I don't want to die. Okay. So you like open it back up, and as you pull the rope, the rope is uh, indeed severed where it was. <sighs> Look at look at this important lesson we just learned. Yeah, Dangerous. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's learned open it back up. <laughs> what did you see in there? Uh, I saw a rope fall from the ceiling. But what happened to the the room? What do you mean? When you were closed. in it. What happened? Yeah. It just, like, what did you see? Did the light I just away? saw the room, and then I didn't see y'all on the outside anymore. Did and you then pitch black, or did you have your lights in here? I still had my lights. So what you saw is from the visual perspective of where you are, kind of looking up, right? As soon as he reached to the side, <laughs> darkness just closed over top, yep. and it was like someone had shuttered the doors to it, and you were just left in this dark expanse with your lights keeping it somewhat glowy, your delightful spread fairy lights. It was still like a 10 by 10 yeah. room? Yeah. yeah, room was the same. Okay. okay. When I say you're the wrong place. We got, we got five more experiments here. If we build a 10 foot by 10 foot portable platform, could we pick it up and walk with it? It's possible. Okay, okay, good to know. 10 by 10 platform. <laughs> Just, just want to know. It's like carrying a crate. Jump in the hole. <laughs> That's the What's over? It'd be like a, what's that grocery store game show where you can just run through and throw things in? Oh, oh, oh! oh Supermarket sweep. Oh. Yes. yes, I love that show so much. Or the double day or run into a rest. Come on. Oh my God! Yeah. Nobody. Don't, don't, Sam. We also just run and throw things in. I know. I hate you for it. I'll hate you for that forever. Done that. Get out of here. We know. That's right. I do. Pull heavy. <laughs> I blocked it out of my head because it made me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Okay. Back to oh, Scotch. Oh, oh, okay. No thing. And this is the pigeon talking, not not Orem. But don't forget, this is a pocket dimension. So pocket dimension plus pocket dimension equals danger. Uh, nobody knows that. No, Continue. No one in this room. Uh, <laughs> I saw Space that in the last five. paragraph. Do we need, so off camera, we're going to get supplies. Is there yes. anything else we need before we go to this fucking skyship and get on with the fucking episode? Cookies and statues I mean, are going to be the last Cookies and statues. Clothing. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I'm we, kidding. Have our, we have our fancy clothes. Oh, right. We're going right. to pick up that But we're supposed to be, you know, not flashy. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. We get some well, we from the cloaks from Milo. Yes, okay, from Milo. Yeah. <laughs> but let's from just the... put in the hole. Let's just put our fancy shit from the yeah, ball yeah, in the hole, just yeah. in case we have to go yeah, to I mean, uh, have dinner. I just start taking things off of me and out of me, just like throwing it. Out of the cowboy. Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, out of my fur. <laughs> you know, I stuff stuff in my fur. There's just little dingleberries thrown into the hole. Dingleberries, all of it. Pulling things out of my marsupial pouch. How do you have this much on you? That is not a porta potty for <laughs> First person to shit in the hole is in deep trouble. Okay. <laughs> I got a real good nose. Peepees only. Uh oh. Peepees only. Technically, is there a vaporized object should actually link somebody to? Wait to find out. It's not like we won't know. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, ship. Listen, Bosco story. No. We have stuff at Astros. <laughs> we have cookies. Astros cookies. All right, go to Astros. Cookies. And, stuff. And we don't have to do. Off camera. And got the cookies. Yeah. And a statue to put in the hole. Okay. We don't have Food. To do. Any general supplies that you wish to purchase that would be available within the general. Probably get some more rope. You can do that. Yep. Food, rope. Food, rope, water. Good. 
All right. Done. So you can mark Thanks, off the cost bro. of those as you incorporate them, uh, and you head back to the Estras estate. I like that. Um, Within a, a short time, you're let in as Evelyn kind of guides you to the dining area, and there you see apron on, like a nice, a nice button-up shirt. You know, the sleeves kind of rolled up a little bit to his like massive forearms. Um, kind of a, a, a gentle like scarf that's kind of based around the, the back of his neck that kind of dangles down in front, and this like nice creased apron that's tied to the front. And he's there, like just currently taking cookies off of a platter and putting them into a, uh, oh, they're fresh, and you can smell it throughout the interior of the chamber. He turns around, oh, um, I'm nearly ready. Just give me a few moments. And he finishes getting the last of his batch and adding them to what looks to be a small wooden box that he's already prepped. Uh, within you can see there's a, a, a gentle kind of like mauve fabric that's kind of lining the interior of it. And he puts the last few cookies onto this, this stack of what looks to be probably close to 50 or so cookies that he's made. Closes the top. You can see beneath it, he already has ribbons kind of placed and he kind of ties the top off, finishes it. Oh. Well, I guess good luck on your trip. <laughs> oh my goodness! Thank you so much. Incredible. That was my yep. hands. <laughs> <laughs> we'll also we'll, we'll we'll take the statue also. Please. Yes. Let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Stand back. Extremely <laughs> leaps back and like reaches like in a second you see him reaches up and grabs what you didn't even see was a saber hidden on the top yeah. of the kitchen cabinet. It's like Shh. Where's the bust? The statue. He's in the other room. And and your the hold now is currently occupying a majority of the kitchen floor, and you watch as the table starts to like kind of tip a little bit. What have oh. you done to my home? Nothing, nothing. It's very uh, I'll start folding it up. Oh. Temporary. You need the bust. What are you folding it up for? Well, but, but I just I'm didn't want to scare you. It's just a, a thing. It's in the study where we left it. Yeah, yep. um, that is, that is an interesting, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's quite a trick. And he puts the saber back on top. If you want to toss that down in there, we'll you'll keep it on, on you know, hold for you. <laughs> I may have need of it. Um, Thank you. Hole open? It's open. There's a bunch All of right. around here. Jump down. <laughs> okay. Not fooling anybody. Climbing back out. How very interesting. Seems dangerous, but useful. Hmm. You're a resourceful bunch. We are. Sure. Could say the same about us. I feel like we're dangerous, but useful. Hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Look at him. Oh, you're right, yeah. yeah. We're heading out, but. Coxie bakes. I'd like to think that we'll find our way back here again and, and see you again. I mean, I so yeah. Too. But just in case, on behalf of the Bell's House and Zephyr as well, just want to offer our gratitude for all you've done for us here. I don't think we'd have had an easier time in Dressar without you. Oh, I am. Grateful that our paths have crossed, and that the, um, well, in the memory of the great Bertrand, who um, brought our paths together, it seems that he had a, an important role to play, more than he expected. Well, he'll be missed. 
Indeed. And so will you. We're better for having known you. You as well. And do return once you are able to apprehend Armand. There is much she has to answer for, and I would very much like to see it happen in person. It will be done. In some form or another, yeah, I mean, he might be missing alive. a tongue or yeah. a throat, but. A throat. A tongue or a throat? He has the tongue. The throat's gone. Yeah, if, so. if you can, try and keep him in one piece. Yes, of course. And if not, things can be regrown. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Nevertheless, I hope you enjoy the baked goods. This may be my best batch yet. <gasps> and I say that not because I stole a few myself this morning. <laughs> what kind did we get today? Oh, uh, well, you had said the other night that you were appreciative of that batch, so I decided to add a bit of a, um, sort of a, a hint of chai <gasps> to the flavoring. Um, oh my God, Chai, yeah. ginger. I just don't understand. What? You are such a catfish. <laughs> Not that much. You really yeah. are. Um. And I mean, I don't say this lightly. You're a very good person. You know, like, there's not a lot of people that are, and you are. I, uh, we've only known each other for a, a short time. You do not know the breadth of things I have done that might change your mind, but I spend my later years trying to make up for them. And uh, to live on the memory of Mistress Prudage, who was my patron for so long, whose house this was. So, I guess all I have to say is keep that heart pure, as long as you can. So much of this world tries to pull it away. So much of it. Anyway, enjoy the cookies, fly safe, till uh, Captain Zanders Thank you on my behalf, and um, be careful. Things get stranger to the south. Awesome. Let's bring okay. you back a souvenir. This is a quick question, because I'm very curious, and if this is massively inappropriate, you do not have to answer. <clears throat> Clears his throat and like, like kind of slams his cane on the ground, and it, like kind of getting his footing for whatever is about to come. Um, was was Prudage, um more than a patron? You really must be on your way. I'm very sorry. I just, so you're such a catch, you're so wonderful, I just don't understand how so you're just here alone. And, um, okay, really. Have a good day, be safe, and we'll catch up when you return. Excellent, okay. so quickly. When he answered, did I get any sense that, I mean, I obviously, <laughs> Make an insight he's, check. obviously he's uncomfortable, but is it because? He's so wonderful. Okay, insight, huh? 16. Ooh. Oh! I get a whisper sponsored I think, by DMD Beyond. We need to match me. Yeah. <laughs> He's really so dreamy. Okay. 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 He said that DMD Beyond is an excellent platform. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Okay. Uh, quickly ushers you out of the house, and the door the slams behind you. Uh, but the rest of the day is yours. Oh, I'm gonna have to do so many crunches. I'm sorry, I used to see one right now. I do. Just one. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm sorry, I'm okay. FCG. I'm good. Maybe I'll taste someday. I flip you a copper. Gosh, I wish we could turn you into something. Just you can. Don't no. listen to someone have the spell that does no. that? Oh. That was uh, the Nightmare King that oh, did it to right. you. Well, that's a good one to learn. Yeah, if mm. I ever. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I've been meaning, does anybody know how to do that thing where they can like make their face not their face? Like, not actually change the shape of it, but like do the thing where you like. Yeah, that doesn't look like Orin. That doesn't count, man. Although this, that is very impressive. Oh, wow. I have this disguise kit that I've been carrying around for so long, and it, it doesn't. I don't have. Water. Oh, like an, like an illusion of sorts? Yeah, like an illusion of sorts. I feel like Dorian did that every once in a while. Did he? Did he? Yeah, the first a, time that that guy would have been useful, and now he's not fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> No, well, maybe it's something we can get an object for. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just want to try an experiment at some point. I got, I got an idea. Okay. Do you have thoughts? I do. I have, <laughs> I have so many thoughts. <laughs> I keep, I keep them, I keep them all up here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the disguise kit you do have does have, you know, uh, makeup and all number of, of things that can be done for very simple. You know, stage makeup applications disguise. disguise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my disguise kit, like, it looks like like a Ben Nye kit you had in college that is like 15 years old, <laughs> and it's like all school. the sponges yeah. are starting yeah. to like mold. And the, what did you do with your makeup kit? That's I'm describing it. No, it's it's, it's <laughs> in storage and slowly rots. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the Ben Nye kit. That's yeah. a brown recluse. Yeah. Yes, yes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that would good. be good Problems on one of the coaches. Where do we go for this skyship? Is there a port that we go to? Yes. Oh, there is. There's the, the Captain Zandas. Yes, the Airy Sky Port. What was the name Airy. of this ship again? The Silver Sun. Silver Sun? Captain Zandas? Captain Zandas. Captain Zandas, Captain Zandas. Jesus. So, you do require one final gondola ride up to the Airy Spire as you all step into it. This one's a little bit smaller than the others. Great. But it does, as you all step in, the door closes behind. It's your troop and two other people that are currently this kind of older couple that look a bit, you know, frumpy, like they've had a bad day and they're just quietly just holding the silence in the room as the door closes and it begins to set off to the peak of the Airy Spire. Oh no. Stop it, Fern. Okay. Okay. We're almost out of this place. I won't do it on the airship, because I don't think minutes. it'll work. I don't think it'll work. <laughs> My tail's still going. <laughs> Slowly, it climbs and climbs and climbs until it opens and sets you all onto the exterior of the airy spire, the tallest part of Drusar. And as you all step off of it and turn around, you can look down around you. Uh, this one kind of final glance at the the city that has set forth a lot of unexpected paths and motions in your lives, brought you all together, and have sent you into a an odd series of adventures and mishaps. Um, you can see the the mists of the jungle below just barely intertwining with the green, varied canopy of the the wilds themselves. You can see the bustle of the tiny, tiny. Thousands of people that currently spread and weave between the city streets and the fate walk below. It's just as beautiful on the way out. <laughs> we'll take it in right now. I haven't seen it from this perspective. Not. You glance around and beyond the conservatory, beyond the other buildings here, you can see the walkway that leads to the 
airy skyport. There is a singular solid tower that rises up with uh, interior and exterior staircases that wind towards the, the pinnacle of it, where you can see there is a very, very thick, spread out uh, dock system. All series of metal cables and moorings that keep it standing up. And you can see currently affixed to it are two skyships um, from this distance that are currently anchored at the port itself. You all climb the towers, familiar to those of you who took the skyship here, which would be just Fern. Uh, actually, you probably took a. Would you take ship or regular ship or skyship? Regular. Yeah, I don't know if you would be able to afford a skyship over here. Um, so the two of you remember the view and the the sense of traveling via such a majestic vessel, while the rest of you stand at what is the highest point you've probably ever stood in your life. A bit precarious as you begin to walk along the interior of the tower that leads to the skyport. Other individuals who are like eager to be off their ship, stepping down past you. It looks like some okay. individuals that are running uh, maintenance while they're kind of pushing past you quickly. Excuse me, excuse me! Bringing tools and other elements up to the top. You occasionally look off the side and see the window, and you get higher and higher above, and you can see faint bits of the soft, low-set clouds in the sky are starting to meet. You as you glance out and can see that just that faint diffusion that comes with the the beginnings of the stratosphere. Um, as you step up and emerge from the exit door frame that leads out into the skyport itself, you can see the walkways, the kind of high walls that prevent people from just tumbling off to their death and demise. Um, there is a. At least they're high. They're high walls. She just keeps going. There is the having fun. Uh, <laughs> There is, <laughs> there is the the central, kind of, for lack of a better term, the, the booth or or business center of the skyport. Uh, there is one ship that is kind of up to your left that is massive. This is like a, a sky galleon, if anything. Um, and at immediate glance, you can see the name is uh, not that of the Silver Sun. Um, this one is. The Bilverbone. <laughs> <laughs> this one is the the Stormkeeper. Stormkeeper. Um, but the, this is a, a a very massive skyship. You can see it has attached to it five different points of broomstone uh, currently affixed to it, and they're in the process of slowly taking off cargo and getting it ready to what looks to be a large elevator. Uh, like a heavy multiple chain elevator that is on the edge of the skyport, that they're kind of loading it up to lower it to the actual area itself. Um, you gather by process of elimination that the other ship, which is uh, a little more small, a little more modest by comparison, to be the one you seek. Uh, and as you come upon it, you can make out the details of this magnificent ship of lighter wood, uh, straddling two straddling pairs of sails that kind of. Uh, Fire off to the sides and outward, like open hands, uh, to the, the to two sides of the ship. There are small uh, entryway staircases that can be stepped upon through. Um, well, for where it's moored right now would be just to the left-hand side of where it's anchored to the the sky dock itself, with these roped-edged uh, gangplanks essentially that step precariously. Onto the skyship. You only have about a five foot walking distance, but it is a bit nerve wracking as you approach and glance to it, especially as the wind is kind of no, picking up no a little windy, bit. No wind that day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can see there is uh, 
well-polished brass trim in detail along the light-colored wood and the kind of uh, off-white to tan-colored sails themselves. The whole ship almost has a very kind of sandy color scheme to it beyond the shining bronze that marks the edges of the very, very well-crafted ship itself. Um, you can see off to the, f- the very front of it, there are two thick wooden platforms, and at the edges of those are double, uh, it looks almost like double-sided, but it's a singular piece of broomstone to each side that is about 10, maybe 15 feet from top to bottom, and it is wrapped around the center and anchored at those points. Um, you can see the ship has two other tiers towards the back of it. Um, and uh, what's called the ass of the ship? Uh, <laughs> it would be considered the uh, the quarter in the poop decks of the vessel is what they would be from those two portions back there. Um, and upon the uh, the quarter deck, there is a larger central mass of broomstone that in itself is about fifteen feet wide and is just kind of glowing faintly, embedded in that portion of the floor. Um, you can also see as you're going to step up the staircase, uh, there are. Actually, you only see right now from your perspective the single ballista that is affixed to um, that would be the starboard side, I think, of the ship. Um, <clears throat> as you see a figure step out and go, um, uh, uh, excuse me, I'm. What are you? What are you doing? And this gentleman approaches. You can see he's a male human in probably his 30s or so. Uh, Very short, dark hair, deeply tanned skin with these uh, glasses over this unwavering smile and a ragged sailing jacket that's just kind of gently flapping as he's holding onto one of the the sail ropes and kind of glancing at all of you with an expectant look. Still grinning, but definitely through the eyes, more emotion is conveyed as to confusion and uh, a sense that he's about to kick you off. Captain Sandrus? Uh, no. Are you looking for Captain Zendris? Uh, yes, we were sent by Lord Estros. Ah, all right. Uh, come with me. I will introduce you to the captain. Uh, so you are uh, Bellis Hells, I believe? That's us. Yep. Very well. This will be interesting. I mean, can I like look over past each of you with, with a, a curious kind of turn to the head? Well, my name is uh, Khalil Benes. I am the first mate of the ship, and it is my pleasure to uh, be one of the Bearbones crew, taking you to wherever it is that you're needing to go. Um, but yes, please, walk with me. And you're be careful not to get too close to the edge. You're the, the first mate, did I you am. say? Yes. So you're the captain's best friend? <laughs> More or less, yes. Okay. Um, cool. But come with me. And as you all come up the stairs, you are brought briefly inside of the ship before it leads up and opens in a large kind of double door onto the front deck itself. And there you can see the two now matching ballista on each side, the part, the port and starboard sides of it. Um, other than that, it's just a wide open deck with like some crates and supplies. You can see there are uh, barrels containing large, uh, long metal ballista ammunition. These like pointed harpoon, almost like, uh, like I'm these massive bolts that are set on. There's probably a good 25 or 30 set into each barrel. And you can also see there is anchored to the ground around each of these ballista a heavy wrapped chain, probably like a good two, 300 feet of chain uh, that is affixed to the back of a full-on harpoon that could fire from this as well. Um, so there are backup means of anchoring the ship if it needs to like make a quick stop somewhere. Um, 
What does catch your attention too, standing onto it, and those of you who have been in a skyship before would know this, um, while it is anchored, it is still kind of like shifting with the wind. It is not magically fixed in the air. It is not an arc, arc, you know, an arcanely held, gravityless piece. Not an this, immovable boat. Exactly. The sails do very much keep it moving forward. The broomstone keeps it aloft and keeps it weightless comparatively. Uh, so the, there is very minimal wind drag, but it is still very affected by the weather and affected by the winds. Oh, wow. It doesn't um, have an engine. It has no engine. So the, if we're going into the wind, we have to tack and stuff. More or less, yeah. Wow, cool. Um, I know. Look at this sailor. Turning around and Learn looking up. Ford. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Turning around and looking up to the, the back, uh, up under the, the poop deck area, there's a small walkway and there's a third ballista to the back that is also there. So you kind of immediately point out the three points of defense and or uh, mooring, uh, exterior mooring to the ship. Yeah. yeah it's about this time that a figure emerges from within the ship. You see uh, a strong-looking, squat uh, tiefling, non-binary, faintly gray-blue skin with no hair, just these kind of like curved, pointed ears and these horns that just kind of jut straight back about seven or eight inches or so before coming to a gentle curve upward, just ever so faintly. Um, you see there is, uh, there's a, a pair of facial tattoos that kind of carve like dark, dark black tattoos to go under the eyes, and then point down like almost like daggers down the cheeks Shit. on each side, and almost That's like awesome. a like a like a dark Harlequin kind of vibe. Oh. Um, you see, they're wearing billowing clothes of like fiery reds and orange that contrast strongly with their skin tone, um, and a massive saber at their side. Uh, they walk up and go. So, can I help you? You're supposed to be the people coming from. Um, uh, the Ashtaros, right? Said you're the Bell's House, that's right? Bell's House. Captain Zandis, you're, uh, you're captain. You listen to what I say? You don't do what I say, we throw you overboard, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was easy. No, I'm serious, I'll throw. Have you ever thrown anybody overboard? Like 20. Oh, okay. So many. So many people make problems. They just keep making a problem. Don't make a problem, don't throw you overboard. We will make a not. quiet insight check. No yeah, yeah. This is pretty good. That's, uh,. 19. 19. Yeah. It hits you first, uh, but everyone else picks up on it quickly as the intense expression begins to curl into a mad smile, and the eyes go wide, and the laughter begins to burble up. <laughs> I love it when new people come on board. It's so fun. This is going to be a great ride, you guys. I can't, I can't tell you how excited I am. Hi, Mark. <laughs> Didn't know if you'd pick up the inspiration that quick, but. <laughs> Nevertheless, I am Captain Zandis. Welcome to the Silver Sun. Uh, been running stuff all around Alexandria for the better part of about 15, 16 years now. Uh, I know my way, so don't get in my way. You know what I say? Your, we saw your giant black and white billboards all over the city. <laughs> That's just expensive. Uh, <laughs> when I first moved to Los Angeles, day one, drive around going like, who is that guy? Why are everywhere? everywhere. Uh, anyway, uh, we're running a very bare bones crew because this is technically a, a, a is that a paid venture? This is all coming out. Mission. Sure, whatever. I don't know what the deal is. I don't ask questions. Uh -huh. I just get paid uh, enough to move the ship, and then I take you where you're going. 
I uh, first off, any questions? Yeah, wait, Concerns? We, what you got? How many? How many? Cr- oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, how many? Cr- how many crew? Uh, what are their names? We want to be. You know, if this is a a free uh, journey, we want to be extra nice to them and make sure that that we, they're well taken care and of. And help. We can assist. We can also assist. This here's Khalil, my first mate. We we met yes. Khalil. Yes, charm to meet all of you. And do you prefer a captain or Captain Zondas or? Captain works for me. Could say cap. Could say cool person. You can call <laughs> me leader. You can call me Team most uh, gorgeous thing you've ever seen before. You can call me savior. Uh, I'll, I'll get you a list tomorrow. Savior titles. Savior. Savior. Maybe I'm savior. a cool person. Would you uh, like a cookie? I would. You are frightening, and I like it. <laughs> 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 There's not ginger in these, right? I'm allergic to ginger. Oh, take take it out of your mouth right I'm now. Kidding. Take. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so easy. Look at this. Not even like five minutes. They're already falling. This is gonna be a great ride. <laughs> oh, take it is gonna out. Spit it out. Anyway, all right. So, do you have a de facto leader, somebody within your group that I go to for any sorts of concerns or questions? Ashton is our leader. All righty. Which one of you is Ashton? I, I guess that's me. I, yeah, yeah. Just let me know anything you need. Right. That's fine. See, sure. I feel like we all Perfect. have like all right. um, specialties. You know, we all have like um, kind of heads of our own department. You know, you go to Fern in terms of itemization and organization. Oh, you are good, good to at FCG for you know um, counseling, morale. Morale. Yes, that it's kind will of our, probably um, be important. Morale booster. You go to me for anything art department, arts and Crafts related, Chetney, of course. Oh, he's an MC. Master craftsman. I can help with the ship repairs or artistry as well. Sounds like mutiny, boss. Yeah, I think it's ready. We've got to take care of this right now. <laughs> take care before we start. I don't want to have mutinies while we're on there this ship. There won't be any mutiny. This is a this is a tank. No more mutinies. We've I think we've completely cleared that off in the last couple of weeks. Great, perfect. All right. Yeah. Well, ah. Uh, and what is your specialty? Um, people. Uh, yeah, she's like our human resources department. You hear in yeah. your head. I, I'm good at weird head things. Human resources. Don't do that to me ever again. But that excites me. <laughs> if you do it on other people, uh, and you're the, you're the small one. Uh, security detail. I mean, you're the small one too. Don't get me wrong, but you're yeah. scary. All right. I yeah, you got some nice tats over there, and you got uh, you got some. Not a lot of, not a lot of defects on the muscles. You look very, uh, Do very the cut. Marisha Ray. Push it out. See if you, you can double okay, it up right, with the boobs right. too and get nice clean. I believe you. Don't gotta show it off. I believe you. Um, <laughs> they're pretty perky guys. Yeah. So yeah, let us know where we should be sleeping. Some places we shouldn't actually go if we. If it's not an emergency, and how we can help around the ship, and it should just be fine. All right, just don't go in my quarters. Mm. The rest of them, I don't give a shit. That's fair. Uh, just don't go in my quarters. All right. Um, what do we have in the way of quarters? Well, I'll show you in a second. Okay. I'll take it down below. Um, <laughs> actually, you know what, Khalil, you take them down below. I got shit to do. Um, where are we're, your quarters? Khalil will tell you where they are. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I uh, mean it in any way. You're gonna I'm work. Just making, they need to know where you're it gonna is. Help so I know with the sails. To not go there. Right. You're gonna help with keeping it clean. <laughs> And uh, Khalil will show you how to do that as well. I am going to finish my sandwich. Pleasure. And we'll be shoving off here. How soon you need to go, eh? Uh, as, as, soon as soon as possible. possible. Yeah. Really? All right. 
It takes me about yeah, 20 we're, we're more minutes to finish my sandwich. So we're going 20 minutes. It's a very big sandwich. Sounds minutes. good. I like to take my time. Mm. Bye. And they turn around and rush back into the oh, ship. Sandwich sounds so good right I now. Know, we should tell them to make awesome. us like some for the whole class. Did we yeah. buy the stuff to make sandwiches? I mean, we've got yeah, we did, we bread did. and meat okay, and cheese. Right. Well, we, we do have Denalia here, which is our chef on oh, the board, Denali. so she will help. We have a chef. Don't get too excited. We are only uh, given a certain budget for the food on this trip. We brought so some, so we can contribute. Very well. Then you can contribute if you feel it is necessary. Um, Denaria won't be difficult to see. They are the big, the big furry one. Um, there's also uh, Tarana and Gordy, which are my deckhands, and they are um, they are very helpful on board of the ship. They uh, don't think they have much of a reason to have to bother you necessarily, but um, if you need help, one of them is nearby. They understand what we're doing. Um, anyway, I will show you how to prepare the sails, and I will help show you how to load the ballista, and uh, generally keep the deck. And so, from there, uh, Khalil begins to run you through just basics of running the ship, very, very quickly, and kind of with the idea of like we'll go into more detail as we're traveling. But right now, we got to shove off. We got to do it soon to get on the on the sky. Um, <laughs> Gotta get on the wind. <laughs> um, yeah. Khalil begins to lead you then below the deck, where you can see there are a number of chambers for, uh, it looks like they could hold up to 10 passengers in relatively like, small, cramped quarters whenever this was, or needed to be utilized as a passenger loading ship. And there is a large cargo hold below for the actual uh, moving of cargo. Um, beyond the, the 10 small rooms, and I say small, it's like you walk in and there's like a cot and a bucket, and that's it. And um, a small, like, glass-reinforced, you know, porthole that looks outward into the sky beyond. Um, as you're heading down, you do see uh, a very young-looking female dwarf with, uh, like, pale skin that's been kind of sunburned and rosy at the forehead and the cheeks and the nose. Uh, she's got her hair kind of pulled up tight. It's kind of like bright, vibrant, red-brown kind of auburn hair with a. a, a, a Kind of polka dotted scarf across the head that's tied in the back, kind of a leather vest, and then carrying a pack, a pack of tools on one side. Mm. Oh, hi, hi, Tarana. I'm, I'm working. Uh, and she darts past and heads up. Um, eventually, you hear a door open, and first you see the arms emerge. These like heavily clawed, like deep, deep brown, almost Sasquatch-like arms emerge, and you see kind of heavily hunched, and it's not terribly high in here, it's probably about like five and a half feet, so you know, most of you regular-sized folk or taller have to kind of hunch as you walk through once you're below deck. Um, smaller folk don't have to worry about that so much. Um, but uh, this this figure, which you quickly make out to be Denalia, has to like hunch horribly. Uh, as she steps out, you can see the uh, the hair on the outside of the arms and the kind of the mane around her head. Uh, she is a bugbear, um, but then the rest of the fur, it's like the, kind of the softer spaces of her body and face are like more of a, a light sand color, almost like sun bleached, almost matching the exterior of the ship in a lot of ways. Um, but wearing this like really nice summer dress, um, and she steps out. Oh hi! I just wanted to meet everybody. <laughs> My name is Tanalia, I'm making meals. I'll be right over here cooking if you need me. If not, I'll be uh, probably sleeping. Looking forward to it. Yeah, that must be rough on your back. Uh, uh, like backs up and oh. <laughs> closes the door. Oh, no. Get the sense there's like a bit of social anxiety in this oh, no. one. 
Um, but still a pleasant smile in that brief that interaction. Was so brave of her to come and say hi. Khalil mm-hmm. um, uh, kind of points out the various like small chambers in the side and goes, uh, well, these are the rooms of which you can pick. The ones that are not occupied, the choice is yours. Um, and you hear like some sound like a bell, like boom, 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 boom. Well, looks like we are about to uh, about to take up anchor and head out shortly. So uh, pick your rooms, set your things down, and be ready shortly. Hmm. Are are we allowed to um, sleep up top ever? I mean. I would recommend, if you do, fastening yourself to one of the uh, outskirts of the ship in case there is a sudden move. We don't want you to roll off and bye-bye. How exciting, okay. So, um, but yes, uh, Mm. welcome aboard the Silver Sun and uh, enjoy your stay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. This this ship is so fucking nervous. I don't think they're used to people. Oh, it's making me nervous. <laughs> Not the captain, though. Peter, what the fuck? Well, I don't know. It seems like you're, you're, you're a person of action, and and yeah, yeah, I'm not a person, person. But I know I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for it because clearly you think this is a good idea. But I'm not a person, person. I think you're you person, can. There, person. you can do anything that you set your mind. I enjoy the company of people when I've knocked them unconscious, Maybe or when they're like kind of. Kind of iffy, and they're trying to figure out if they should punch me again. That's this fun. is a good opportunity to work on your social skills. You do seem kind of fearless in social settings. That's true. Well, it's just, uh, yeah. Okay, fine. No, no. It's just you can reinvent yourself for this journey, and if you don't like it, then you can switch again. When it's we so much easier if you're never going to see them again. Plus, you oh, care so much about other people's feelings, and you you know you've got a tender heart. <laughs> what was your name again? <laughs> Bring, 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 oh, the bell continues to ring. We should go to the deck. We should go to the deck. Are you all right? I'm fine. It'll be good. Are yeah. you fine? I'm this is different than the gondolas? No, um, yes it is. Because? Because we're not attached to a tiny little cable. We'll see how it feels when we actually get in the air. I thought I would feel much better than I actually do. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to jinx it. I believe in you. Let's go watch the. Yeah, I've never been on one of these before. I'm actually. Oh, this is pretty. I know. No, it's Great. fine. I bet people are gonna cheer for us as we're leaving. <laughs> um, do we get to wave to them? Yeah. Do, oh, I hope so. We have streamers. <laughs> uh, we Ooh. have rope. Let's throw all the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Just bludgeon someone with 50 pounds of rope. Fuck. <laughs> Somebody here has some basic press and digitation. I we do, I do. I have press and digitation. Well, I'm gonna go. like fireworks oh, I, as we take off. I okay. join on the other side. Right. Oh, you have it too? Yes. You have it, I love it. I'm shaving wood, wood right. chips. <laughs> as you all step up to the outside of the ship, <laughs> getting onto the deck, uh, immediately <laughs> begins to shift. And you can feel the wind begin to pick up as it begins to drift away from the skyport. Kind of blowing past you, you can see the, the dotted clouds kind of in the distance from you. You can see the horizon beyond as it begins to shift. And look, you glance over the side, and you can see below you getting smaller and smaller and smaller. You can see the skyport beginning to just vanish. The city Drusar beginning to just shrink for you as the Odirian wilds get wider and wider below. <gasps> the ship begins to shift, the sails <laughs> whipping up on each side. One begins to shift and turn, the whole ship kind of creaks as it begins to rotate. And then you hear them <laughs> fill wide as it catches the wind. The broomstones 
begin to pulse and glow. And the ship begins to lurch and take speed faster and faster. You glance back and you can see Captain Zendis there up at the top, holding on to the wheel itself, turning it. All right, everyone! Don't know what's going to happen, but at the very least, I brought sandwiches. Orm has already sprung up onto Fern's shoulders and is holding under her horns like uh, tricycle handlebars. Here we go again. Here we go. She not know what the holding onto the railing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just got my uh, hands on on Imogen's shoulders. <laughs> all right, all hands on deck, heading to the Hellcatch Valley. Ha boy! <laughs> 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 As you all kind of glance backward to see the city and the wilds vanish behind you, the clustered jungle shifting, and the distant glance of the heavy mountains of the Serpent Wine Peaks to the southeast beginning to approach. We're going to go to break. Now. This is uh, very cool. The flex. <laughs> Southeast. Southeast. Okay. Oh, oh man, Travis opening vignette. What? Wow. The oh my God. Why Solid. are you a horrible person? You're so This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we're often told that talking about our emotions can be dramatic, unnecessary, or unproductive. But in actuality, when you repress negative feelings, it can be extremely taxing on the brain, so much so that it impairs logical, productive decision-making. Listen, I I am proof of this. I often am very overwhelmed when I look at my calendar and see a long, never-ending list of things to do, and I can just feel my brain wanting to shut down and telling me not to do any of it. But the minute I start to talk to someone about my stress and I can brainstorm the best order to go about my day, my task paralysis starts to disappear. So if there is something taxing on your mind that you need to try and talk out, try BetterHelp Online Therapy. BetterHelp is entirely online, making it convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And to get started, you just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Critical Role today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Critical Role. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Being far away from family is never easy, and sometimes it's hard to fully catch up via texts or calls or FaceTimes. But one picture is worth a thousand words, and with Aura Frames, it's never been easier to share your cherished moments with your long-distanced relatives. Aura is a Wi-Fi-connected digital picture frame that allows you to beautifully showcase all of your favorite memories in one display. To set it up, all you have to do is connect your Aura Frame to Wi-Fi and then use the Aura app to add an unlimited amount of photos 
photos and videos from anywhere in the world. With my family in the South and myself here in LA, I bought an aura frame for my mom, and she is always so excited when I upload new pictures of my travels, my friends, my husband, and of course, any adorable pictures of our dog Omar. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CRITICALROLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. <laughs> All right, we're going to go and take a break. We'll be back here shortly. And... Uh... Yeah, we'll pick up for the, the, the length of this journey that we're beginning to embark on. We'll see you back here in a few minutes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Critical Role Podcast Network. This is Marisha Ray, Critical Role's resident creative director, with a quick reminder for you. We take the last Thursday of every month off from our typical Campaign 3 adventures. Some months we'll enjoy a short rest, and others will air a one-shot or just try something new. Since this here podcast feed is on a one-week delay from our initial broadcasts, that means the first Thursday of the month may look a little different around here. To stay up to date on our latest programming happenings and when our shows will air on Twitch, YouTube, and here on the Critical Role Podcast Network, check out our weekly programming schedule published to critroll.com every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific. And now that you're sufficiently reminded, let's get back to the show. And welcome back. So, as you all have now gathered here on the deck, the skyship, the Silver Sun, you continue the first leg of your journey to the southeast, to the Hellcatch Valley. Um, first off, I guess, is there anything you want to do in these early moments of your journey? <clears throat> no? Okay. Just look, look and marvel. There you go. Is the first minutes you're saying of takeoff? Well, or? saying if there's anything you needed to do in that time, but if not, we'll move on move through on. the journey. Taking the view. Um, so taking the journey and following the map as you go, looking down, you can see that the um, the jungle itself continues to wind to the Serpent Wind Peaks. You can follow glim- like glimmers of the rivers that push through, and uh, the canopy is still thick enough to the point where you can barely make out the signs of civilization in the small cities, now very distant, uh, and some of which you've passed over before. There's Vichy, there's uh, the small little uh, point of Troll Ferry that you avoided on your journey northward. And then as the day progresses and the sun pushes its way through the sky, you can also see what's referred to as the Rift. So the Rift, is where the greenery stops. And for the number of you that have 
traveled through the Hellcat Trolley before, which would be both uh, Laudna and Imogen when you were uh, accompanying a caravan heading north to the Odiran Wilds, and for FCG and Ashton when you were both traveling from uh, Basaras. Um, the Hellcatch Valley itself is the central region of Marquette, and it is a region that was heavily impacted by the Calamity many, many, many centuries ago, um, where the green lush jungles of the Odiran Wilds come to an end, there is about a 300-foot drop where the land itself just fell, about 300 feet. And now, what was once a very lush valley has itself been left a uh, pockmarked, dusty badlands of grays and browns and cracked topsoil that can't really retain water with all manner of ravines that carve through as large pillars and tall hills and mesas and plateaus kind of rise up from the rock from ancient seismic activity or as portions of mountain ranges have just eroded and fallen from the multitudes of sinkholes and collapsing underground tunnels that sometimes unexpectedly just collapse and sometimes unexpectedly fill back up. What? No. Go first. Now this rift is where the shelf of the valley initially fell from the calamity, and you can see as you kind of coast further into the day, begin approaching the later hours, maybe a, a couple hours before the sunset itself. Um, you can make out the edge of where the green stops and the rest of the valley between the mountains progresses. There you can see. Along the ridge, kind of to the northern side of it, a city, a city that uh, you've passed beyond before, making a beeline northward, maybe stopped briefly in your first journey outward, uh, known as uh, Gujar Sarai, or also known as the, the Green City, and it's known as the Jewel of the Basur Republic. The Basur Republic is one governing force that is central to the city that believes it has jurisdiction over the entire Hellcatch Valley. Mm. I say believes because the denizens of the valley proper disagree. The denizens of the Hellcatch Valley are a roving cluster of various contested factions of what are referred to as crawler gangs. Uh, now the term, and you learn and ask questions of the captain as you go along this journey and the other members of the ship, and uh, you know, some of you know this information intrinsically and you share this with the rest of the group. Now the, uh, the crawler gangs, crawlers, is a term, it's used as a blanket term for both these factions, these faction members who live outside of a centralized law. There is no centralized law. Any local law is held by whoever is currently in power in that place, and any sort of Contested portions usually lead to some sort of uh, violent climax or a tense agreement to go their own separate ways. But the members of these crawler gangs themselves often ride the crawlers themselves, which are constructs of various sizes that they use as vehicles to race across these dust-encrusted plains, leaving tracks behind them that can be seen from miles away. If they want to be seen, Witness and often they want. To. Yeah, yeah. There's very much a Mad Max vibe in places here in the valley. I'm what totally material are made from? Uh, you haven't seen one, so you don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but you do know that a lot of these uh, crawler gangs are scavengers, and will find whatever ore materials are outside of the trade 
um, protected jurisdictions and utilize whatever is necessary to be cobbled and added to or used to repair the crawler should they undergo any sort of damage or unfortunate circumstance. So, as you begin to push over the site of the beautiful last bastion of green society before delving into the valley itself proper, the sun begins to slowly set and the night comes before you. For this first day of travel, I would like somebody to roll a d20. I'll do it! I'll do it! Get over here. Sure. What can happen? An 11. An 11, okay. Seems normal. Yeah. So random table rolls. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful view. And the weather has been very good, actually, for this first leg of the journey. There's been barely any issues or turbulence or buffeting of the skyship. Um, the meals being presented by Denalia are delicious, if simple. Um, a lot of them kind of a combination of like fried flatbread or, um, uh, I know, it really, it really does, to like uh, simple <laughs> tomato-based soups with chickpeas and you know other, other other things that travel well for, for distances, other different types of weather and temperature. Um, as the night slowly creeps in, it does get colder on board, and eventually you find yourselves having to find things to bundle up. Some of the, the cloaks that you had purchased on the way out or any other means of keeping warm if you want to stay above deck to keep an eye out. But it is a beautiful night. With broken clouds dotting the horizon here and there, for the most part, you can glance up and see just an incredible array of stars. Thick in some places, thin in others. Uh, this far away from the, the light pollution of Drasar or the darkening canopy of the jungles you traveled beneath here, it is a, a vibrant view of the starscapes that surround Exandria and beyond. You can see slowly the white glow of Katha rising up in the distance, and on the opposite side, you can see maybe a quarter into the sky the looming, ruddy, familiar moon of Ruidus. Um, but the night and day is uneventful, and if you wish to, you can go ahead and rest for your first night. If there's anything else you want to do for the day, we will continue forward. I'm just, I'm just a pile of wood chips and working feverishly. <laughs> I'm just going to stay up for a little bit extra and not yeah. do anything special. I'm just going to stare over the side and like stare at Ruidus, being higher. I feel closer to it. Okay. Just stare down at the ground and uh, take in the shit wastes and just keep an eye out for anything moving down there. Okay. Uh, the ship descends slightly as the temperature drops, and you get the sense that as the night goes on, uh, the temperature becomes an issue for people who are manning the ship as well. So it kind of tries to sit in that pocket where it's high enough, where it's not in, you know, danger of, of crashing or impacting anything, but also isn't so high that it freezes everyone on board. Um, and it finds that gentle pocket and the captain kind of keeps it in that space. Um, eventually, uh, you watch as the the captain trades off with their first mate, Khalil, so they can go ahead and get rest for the night. And you get the sense in that first day of travel that there is kind of a, a shift turn uh, to prevent the ship ever moving on its own accord without being manned by somebody at the helm. Just in case. Uh, glancing down, make a perception check. 
on perception. That's right, I have that on my list somewhere. Uh, that's a 18. That's a 18. weird die. <clears throat> As Katha climbs higher in the sky, uh, the moon does cast a kind of a blanket white light across the dusty landscape as you just begin to reach where below you the rift itself, the shelf, falls. And you can see now the numerous, numerous thousands of lights that kind of glimmer and glitter from the city of Jar Sarai. And you can see the line of lights that trail out to the main roads through the jungle. And eventually, as you pass over the rift itself, looking back, you can see the trail of lights that heads up the switchback roads that climb up the rift cliff walls. Um, it's odd because at this height, the and this lighting, the texture and detail of the valley seems to blend. And at certain points, you have to kind of adjust yourself because the perspective begins to grow fuzzy. Um, oddly beautiful, oddly lonely, um, but nonetheless calm. You hear in your head. You're from the valley, right? I'm gonna walk over. Uh, just further southeast. Um, it's complicated, but yeah, I'm more or less from Osiris. Osiris. What, uh, what made you leave? Oh, you'll know when we get there. It's, uh, it's not a good place for people. Oh, yeah. It's not a good place for anything. Uh, you go there, if, honestly, the only reason I could think of anyone going there is if they are running away. No one runs there, they run away from somewhere else. <laughs> I feel bad y'all have to see it. I'm interested. Yeah, you're gonna hear some shitty thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everywhere's got shitty thoughts, so. How's it up here? Peaceful. Peaceful, I mean, you know, Chet is pretty loud, but outside of that, mm. yeah. I mean, I could <laughs> think real hard about the last time I knocked somebody unconscious and like that fight at the, at the, actually I'm gonna think a lot about that, that fight at the, uh, at the ball real hard. Does that help? Is that? Mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that hurt. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm there seeing it. I'm seeing it. Yeah, a little bit of that migraine yeah. right there. Thank you. Yeah, oh, you know. I don't know whether to... <laughs> I don't know if I should thank you, but thank, thank you. Oh, no, pain, pain is better when it's shared. <laughs> uh, like, like accents. <laughs> you, not to tell you what to do with your time, but that fucking moon ain't going anywhere. You should probably get some sleep. Yeah, well, so should you. Yeah. I think the city's uh, the city's gonna be there when we get there. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I apologize for anything you might see tonight. I'm looking forward to it. <sighs> Let's head down. You're scarier than I am, you know that, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's time for sleep. Okay. You all eventually come back to your chambers and get a night's rest. Waking up the next morning, 
warm day greets you. And glancing down, you can see through the night you've traveled beyond the rift quite a bit. You can look behind and just barely make out the, uh, the cliff shelf itself. A little bit to the north, you can see signs of a small city that's tucked into part of the mountain range of the Agrad Mountains to the north. And uh, the captain points out, I'll point it, that there is King's Fall. It's another city. We're not going there. Do not worry about it. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. The weather here can be very uh, a lot. There's, uh, I mean, there's high winds, dust storms. Uh, it's generally considered not a great place to take a skyship directly through. So usually the trade route's circumvented. Like we do, we go around it. We go. That's why there's not the skyport in Bassers, because you know it's really bad to bring a ship there. But we're doing it. Um, <laughs> So just be at the ready. If things go real bad, hold on. Um, Should we be down below for this, or do you want us up here just in case something goes wrong? Or I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> How often do skyships crash? Yes, that's the word for it. Burn. <laughs> uh, not too much. It's expensive, and uh, you know it. Generally, a lot of them go on routes specifically to avoid dangerous weather patterns. Um, we normally do too, but uh, you have friends in high places who pay my uh, monthly income, so here we are. I'm sensing a bit of um, frustration with all of this, Sanders. You know, I really hope we didn't put you in any imposition. Not yet. <laughs> Just. Um, Look, it's a little nerve-wracking coming through this place, uh, but I'm also very good at my job, and I just don't want to feel responsible for a bunch of people I just met like dying because of mistakes or falling off the side and going splat or anything. So I'm just doing my best to like stay focused and just follow my lead. <coughs> if you got any questions about why we do the things we do, I might answer them. Um, Oh, you should also know, for skyships, there isn't a skyport, right? So we can't really anchor in the skyport. Um, mm. That makes it situational when it comes to uh, landing places. Uh, can't really leave it in the air, because wind will blow and just whee, <laughs> gunship. Um, also, don't want to leave it too close to the ground overnight, near places where crawlers might come and, you know, take it or burn it down. Uh, so, I'm gonna probably just have to drop you off at the city and then go find a safer place to moor the ship, and you're gonna have to summon me to come pick you up. It'll take about a day or so, depending on where I find. You got any means of, of uh, letting me know? Yeah. We do, yeah. Right, you did the, the creepy brain thing. You, all right, good, I like that. You need, you need help after we drop you off, let me know, give me a little bit of lead time, it'll all be just perfect. Um, you hear in your head, does that mean I have your permission to talk to you? When necessary. You hear loudly as they return with their voice. You have permission when it's absolutely necessary. Got it. <laughs> you can see like the the chills and the exposed skin. Um, but yeah, so we might be taking it up at times, taking it down at times. If we have to like bring it down in case of bad weather, just once again hold on. 
We don't have a lot of hands on deck, so if I ask you to help out, just do your best. We've shown you some of the basics. Um, yeah, that's it. And they turn around and go back up to, <laughs> to man the front. Um, Wait, so just a question. Um, usually um, you, you circumvent around this particular uh, route that we're taking? That is correct, yes. But we're not doing that now? No. Oh, have you ever done this before? Uh, not directly, no. Oh, interesting. So why are we doing it? Just to hurry up and get there? I was told that there was a, 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 an immediate rush for time, and it's much safer than going by foot. I mean, if you wanted to go ahead and follow a caravan no, and take no, a few no, weeks no, to I get there, seeing, maybe you wanted to like seeing. go by yourselves and like I don't know, get like robbed on the highway or something, get put up on pikes or you know, put as a warning for other people. Totally up to you. You could, uh, I don't know, burrow underground. You got big claws. You could just dig your way. Take a few months. Like you have options at your disposal. So like, if you're gonna go there, <laughs> you don't have to take this sky ship. But I was notified by. I'm a boss that you wanted to go soon because you're chasing a person. This is true. This is true. So I, we, we go want to sketch. get there very quickly. Do you know who we're chasing? I have no idea. I don't want to know because plausible deniability is what I do. You're right. Less deniability. That city that we passed, you said it's King's Fall? That's a dramatic name. Mm. Do yeah. you know why they call it that? Do a lot of King's Fall there, like trip and on the face. I don't it's know. Lying. I have not been there. I just know what it's called. Um, I'm not like a huge history buff. I'm sorry. I, I once again, I generally go, go straight from Drusar to like Ankarel or from you know Drusar up to like Veselheim or like over to uh, like Whitestone recently to drop off a dead body. That was kind of freaky. Um, don't normally do that. Um, but sorry, that, so, I'm sorry. That wasn't really us. I don't no, know why you're apologizing. On behalf of us, I guess. Uh, I cannot place your accent. <laughs> Where are you from? Where am I from? Yes. <laughs> from kind of from all over. Oh, okay. But uh, uh, you're earlier from Isilra. Okay. Do I know why it's called King's Fall? Uh, roll history check. Where's Isilra? It is. Eight, no. All you do know is that uh, the Order of the Red Raja bases itself out of there, okay. which is like a faction you've heard of. That is another one of the competing factions here in the valley. The, yeah, another group of assholes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's a, not a good place to be. Nothing here is a good place to be. Got it. All right. Didn't know why they called it that. Well. Uh, just have, have somebody go ahead and roll another d20 and see how this next oh, day of travel goes. I'm going to toss something in. Okay, uh, yeah, so okay. after all that morning conversation, Orum, uh, before it gets too late in the day, will Jump. wander to the, jumps off. No! <laughs> uh, wanders to the prow of the ship, and the feel of the wind up here is very familiar to him. So he's going to go up to the prow of the ship oh. and uh, take out a rope, because he's not For a fool, sure. and tie one end around his ankle, oh, and tie another end to a secure, uh, Point on the edge of the ship, and then he's going to start to practice the Zephyratom uh, and start to move from slow to fast and fast to slow with his blade out, moving through his forms, leaping up onto the what I assume there is a rail of the ship, so people can there is, off, yeah, cool, and is just stepping, 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 and freezing in place, um, and then stops and sees the sun rising in the sky and uh, feels the wind push him and uses Gust to counteract, like he's been trained to do, and hold his balance, and looking at the sun, morning, Dad, and then just continue on, step, step, for like half hour. Okay. 
as you're doing so, you finish your form and step off, and you see a uh, uh, a, a tall, thin Goliath who currently has like a heavy broom with like a, a leather strap on it, um, kind of just watching, kind of leaning on it. Morning. Morning. That's pretty cool what you did. Oh, thanks. Uh, do you dabble? No, no, I just, that's pretty cool. Oh. I haven't really. What's your name? Gordy. Gordy. What's your name? Uh, Orem. Orem. Pleasure. That's really fucking dangerous. Well, I have ways to mitigate. And well, that, that's what makes it really cool. Like, oh. when I was a kid, I used to do really dangerous stuff like that all the time. I did. I too. got in trouble for it, like, all the time. I never got caught. I did. <laughs> um, that's why I don't do it anymore. I kind of get caught. <clears throat> well, I did rope myself to the side of the ship, so. Just in case he's. I didn't see that. It makes it a little less cool, but, like, but, you know. Didn't need it, though, did I? We're going to do it again next time? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay. I trip every once in a while. Every two hundred times. Well, if you ever get a wild hair and want to do with other rope, let me know. I want to come see that. That's cool. <laughs> okay, bring your broom. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Catches up with the others. Hmm. Gordy just like sweeps off. Like, and you can see now as 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 the weather of the day picks up too, the wind starts kicking up a little bit, and the, the ship does kind of like list a little bit at times, like gently. And you can see there's like layers of dust. Starting to like kind of crash in at times, and Gordy just kind of like sweeping off in, in chunks, just getting it off the edge of the ship. It seems almost like a like a trivial task that never quite ends, but he's just busying himself on the journey. Um, but yeah, there's the days where somebody wants to I roll. roll a yeah. Five. Five. Roll a d6 for me. Oh, something oh. happened. Yellow Dawn is back. One. One dragon. <laughs> One. <laughs> I don't care what you're playing, I'll kill you. <laughs> Find you. Okay. Uh, so, no. about like middle of the afternoon or so, the day's gone by without issue. The clouds have kind of gathered a little bit now at times, and you can see it's not like a super cloudy day or a gray sky, but the clouds are thicker now as the weather kind of shifts a bit. Um, and I'll say, honestly, probably you, Orem, with the most ridiculous passive perception ever. Size of X's. Yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that observant feet. Mm hmm. Yeah. Makes it absurd. You kind of glance out, and like in in one of the nearby clouds, I'm talking to you. In one of the nearby clouds, off to the side, just like a it's like a shadow or something. You think maybe like it's a denser cloud or like a bird or something. But there's like a little shadow in that cloud. Gordy. Yeah, what's up? Is that common? No, is it a bird? I'm asking you, man. Captain, Captain, there's a thing on the side. I saw a thing on the side. <laughs> Captain. I don't like it. Anyone got a good idea what that is? Uh, can I make it? Make a perception. Stare intently, yeah. 
Uh, oh, oh, that's right. You have, we have a looking glass. Do we? Hold on. Uh, not too great. Uh, that is a 16. 16. You kind of eye it for a bit. And there's a, a brief break in the cloud slightly where they, just the dark shadow seems to solidify. And it just looks like thin, like a. Like almost like a like an eel or or some sort of a, a, a longer like thin thing, just kind of like moves from one cloud to the next. Snake in the cloud, Gordy. Snake, snake in the cloud. Snake in the cloud. <laughs> snake in the cloud. Wait, what's going Would on? We, what the do hell we know is anything happening? about snakes in the clouds? Have you heard anything? Not in particular. Um, it's at this point you kind of glance off to the side, and on the opposite side of the ship, you can see another shape. This one's. Not quite in a cloud. This one's kind of just out in the open, and you see it gliding. It at first it looks, uh, let's see, like a long, thin shape. But you watch as it kind of turns, and as it does, it, it's wide. It's thin and wide, like a like a skybound manta ray. But it has a uh, like a, a dull brown sand coloration, almost like something that, that would that if it was seen against the surface of the Hellcatch below would almost blend. Cool. But as it turns, you can see there are rows of long spines across its back, and a lengthy tail that comes to a, a jagged point at the end, and it kind of, and then dips below the side of the ship out of sight. If you can't be safe in the sky, where can you be safe? Heads up! The captain shouts out, Oh goodness! Look, we got Skirath hunters. Everyone what to the front. That? We got Skirath hunters. hunters, and the ship suddenly like the ship <laughs> begins to like dive. go into a slight dive, yeah. and all of you kind of watches the, the various uh. bits of um, of boxes and crates that are currently on the deck and off the sides kind of like slide forward a little bit before it like adjusts again. As the ship begins to dive, you all feel your stomach rise for a second, and then you catch yourself and hold on, and as it begins to pick up again, you can see one of them, the one that was ducking below, is now coming around towards the front where it is, and it is moving fast. Like, this ship is moving fast, and not only was it keeping pace with it, but it's almost outpacing it when it wants to. And the one that vanished into the cloud before, you can now see it's coming right towards you all. I need you to roll initiative. Oh, yeah! We're doing this? On a ship? We haven't seen the ship in years. We haven't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been what, since like Vox Machina days? Yeah. We've had a, a, a sky ship? A ship is coming out, a ship is coming out. Is it true? Is it true? I ship it! I ship it! Oh my god. Oh my god. He's going to get a ship. Oh my god, guys. D&D Beyond is ready for this. Guys, ship's about to hit the fan. Let's go. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh boy. I know, I rolled like shit. Nice. Like shit. Finally, I rolled like shit. Which is worthless, because I'm coming in close. Yeah! Okay. No, no, these were put together by Howard Andrews oh uh, at Mini Lead, who was also the same fantastic person that made the uh, Squall Eater. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Too many planks oh, are actually little individual planks? No, they're oh, not. Wow. Oh, those oh are. Oh, that is 
is if I recall. Oh They're coffee stirrers. Holy shit! That would have taken days. What the fuck? So, that wow. is beautiful. Oh my god! And it Where lights up. Where are you? Days even. Uh, or yeah. <laughs> we'll be way up at the front where he was. Uh, I can't reach that far. Practicing is up there. I got you. Oh no! Yeah, you're, doing the, you're doing the Leo at the front, right? right? Yeah. Which be up. yeah, you can put me right at the. Yeah, yeah. Gordy would be up there with you. Uh, I had just come from you the quarters because no, I'll be heard some yelling. Yeah, baby. You'd be down from below. There. I'll, uh, I'll mirror Ashton. Okay. Same. I'm going to be on the, what's the second deck? Poop deck. No, is that poop, the, no, the poop deck, deck is up like top. Here. I'm going to be on the. Second is the quarter. Yeah. I'm on the quarter deck. I got to see it from the front. Over by the it's side, really cool, yeah. Man. It's really right cool. Right there. There's the captain. Oh. First mate. Fuck. FCG? I'd probably be up. Just around the the yeah the captain again yeah okay, just sort here. of observing okay right there and then I'm up on the poop deck to keep eyes on everyone but also so nobody can see my my creations okay now for the ease of viewing this if we want to we can actually remove these oh, oh yes is that some magnets oh, can we get a round oh, of applause for the second no. And there's one in the back. Yeah. Oh, and we can go inside of it. Technically, yeah. This uh, this, this picks up. So oh! My God. Oh my Howard did a great job. Thank you, Howard. Um, Alrighty. Wow. Well, to that point, we will finish it for them. Okay. Back here, put me in that back corner. I'd, I'd want to be about the edge. You know, this back is here? Exactly yes, so close to this what I was envisioning fight. based on what you said. I mean, like. Yeah, this is real. This is, oh. Well, so cool. 25 to 20. 25. All right. All right. Damn. Coming out. Um, okay, 20 to 15. 20! All righty. Shit. <laughs> Boy, I don't got much. All right. No, I'm sorry, I had 18. I apologize. That's okay. What's your dexterity? My dexterity is two, plus two. I got you, all right. Shit. There's two of them. Uh, 15 to 10. 14. 11. 11. Oh, Rollies? Rollies. Rollies it off. Five. 16. All right. Woo. Okay. Uh, 10 to 5. 7. All right. Imogen. Four. Okay. Say for this. Right. I told you. Should have had a breakfast. Oh, yeah. Gonna get our asses kicked. Uh, are there wow. folks mounted on these <gasps> things, or they're just creatures? They're just creatures. Scare up hunters are creatures. Oh whoa! Look at their weirdo faces. Yeah, these are the <laughs> these are my whoa. proxy minis for them, but whoa. the best I could find that kind of. Mm -hmm. Fits the shape oh, of them. Uh, all right, so beginning as they are both kind of darting forward towards the ship, Orem, you are up first. Oh, well, I can't reach them. Um, I'm going to uh, step, step, step on the, the railing and block Gordy from this one. So I'll be at okay. no nope, other side. Right, I'm going to go ahead and yep. get a piece of here. And I'm just going to, at this point, hold my action and protect Gordy. You got it. Are you holding your action until something comes within range? That's correct. Okay. That finishes your turn. It is their turn. Oh, since y'all rolled decent to low, and they actually rolled pretty high. Um, this one here, actually, this is going to be important. This one is going to go ahead and 
gonna go ahead and dart down towards you, Fern. Hello. Speed of <laughs> 90 feet, it is able to do so. Speed? Yes. Oh, God. It like, Nine zero feet. feet. Yes. Yeah, go wherever it wants. There's Jack. Not to mention, the ship is moving oh, this way, and they're moving this way. Oh, so it actually, wow. technically, depending on the direction, can move more oh, or less. Um, but it darts down, and as it does, it like curls its wings in, and all the spines extrude, and then fire out oh, in a radius around. Up. I need uh, Ashton, Laudna, and Fern to all roll uh, dexterity saving throws. Jeez, oh, oh, Louise. Okay. Excuse you. <laughs> Come on, okay. come on, quit fucking around. All right, you roll? get it what out of the way. Roll? No more of that. Seven total. Okay, 14 points of piercing damage. Damn! 14 points. 16. Uh, you take seven points of piercing damage. 21. Seven points of piercing damage. Wow, uh, not, a, not a joke. Also, uh, Tarana also takes seven points of piercing damage. And she is nearby. Uh, okay. And finishing that go, it's also going to follow up with a slam attack. Oh. Which she should have done first. Well, it's figuring out as it goes. Uh, this one's going to be against you, Ashton. It's learning. 16 to hit. You see a 16. It just hits you. You go ahead and take. <laughs> 17 points of bludgeoning damage as it. as the spines. Shoot out of it! It like does a flip in the air and comes back and just poof, slams its body into you from the side. Not terribly damaging, but enough to almost knock you off your feet. You catch yourself on the ground, um, and then it's going to go ahead and lift up. Since it actually has a little more movement because it was moving against the ship, it's going to move 15 feet up into the air. Do we get? Do we get? Uh, which means the three of you yeah. can get a tax of opportunity on Ooh. it if you'd like. We can get a tax of opportunity if you'd like to. Uh, yes, I would absolutely. Oh wait, can I do that with a spell? Oh, no, you'd have to be a warcaster. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Warcaster. So you can hit it. I cannot hit it. You can. Give it a tax. I don't know what the CC is. I, uh, that's 28 to hit. That definitely hits. You'll All right. Get zero. That's not also. My I know that that's, I'm not raging, so this is my not raging damage. Exactly. My strength is negative three. Uh, oh. That's cool. I would break well, 15 my points of damage. Break my 15 hand. points of damage to it. You got it. As it winds up where you just hit it in the middle of the air and it has to arc around and catch itself. I think this is. Fern? Do you want to take an attack of opportunity or not? Yes, of course. Yes, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to put it in my pocket. <laughs> okay, I rolled. Uh, wait, what am I? What am I adding for attack of opportunity? Why am I? What are you doing? Right physical attack. Physical attack. It's got to be oh, physical weapon, attack. So yeah. let me get my. Uh, okay, so that would be eighteen. Eighteen just hits. Okay. Ooh, so. High. It's yep, high. They are dexterous and maneuverable. Winged eels? Uh, more like, they, they look more like large manta rays okay. with an extremely long tail. Like a rake with spines across the back, like three rows of spines on the top and bottom. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a D4. I rolled a one, but it it also says minus one. Well, did you roll yeah, so the, so yeah, so whatever you roll, you rolled a one and you got a minus one. You did zero damage. Did you punch it? I use my moon sickle. 
The sickle's got to have more than one damage. When you just touched it, it showed up on all of our D&D Beyond screens as a three points of damage. There you go. Is what it said. Now it's a one. I was pressing it to see if it, but I pressed the wrong thing to get more info. Yeah, I didn't do anything. We'll say we'll say minimum of one damage. So you strike because you did hit it. All right, so you, after yeah, a heavy Dude, slam, you can just streak and it kind of like nicks part of the base of the tail before it is now gliding above. Um, this one here is going to. Oh my god! Kind of rocket full speed towards you. Um, yes. Um, this will is a swooping charge if it hits. Uh, that is going to be an, another sixteen to hit. Oh, uh, yeah. That hits. Okay. You take. Oh, God. That's going to be bad. Uh, silvery barbs. What's that mean? It's a new thing I've got. Did you just shout it out? You just say it? Silvery barbs! It's a reaction that I can do uh, oh. where I can magic. Um, it happens if. A creature I see within 60 feet succeeds on attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. I distract the creature and who spooky shadows, and they have to re-roll the d20 and oh, must use okay. the lower roll. Oh, okay. That's a th- that'll bring it to a 12. Oh, Yo, so nice. Did you just so. large march that thing? <laughs> God damn! So, so um, as it, through the air. Yeah, and it sees um, as it's trying to go for Imogen. Uh, shadows kind of between the planks of the woods that look like they're almost like splintering through for a second. And like, it has to kind of avoid itself and it thinks it's going to impact towards you. And as the shadow kind of darts up in front of it, it kind of darts off to the side and ends up slamming instead to the side of the ship. The ship kind of like, it impacts, doesn't do any damage to it, but your watch just kind of like, has to right itself. Um, so and then that, we choose a different creature that I can see within range, which I believe I can look up. And see, where's Chetney? I'm up in the back corner. Chetney, you do not have eyes on, unfortunately. Can I see Ashton? Ashton oh, Ashton's right next to me. I take a little bit of that shadow magic, and it wraps around oh. a little bit around your head and around your hammer. And the you have an advantage on your next attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. Whoa! This is a cool Ooh. ability. Cool. Uh, <laughs> All right. So it missed its uh, swooping charge slam attack. However, it is going to, uh, where it's standing, it's going to go ahead and do a, a tail spear attack on on you because you're right in front of it and it's frustrated that it missed. So that's going to be a natural one. Hey! Its tail, you watch as its tail almost like, like rears back like a whip. And as it does, you can see the spine at the end of it, this long kind of barbed blade that that's kind of emerging a good like two feet from the tip of the prehensile portion of it. It has almost like a, like a dark oily sheen on it, and as it pulls back and whips, it shoo, strikes from underneath right towards you, and you just barely duck out of the way as it sticks into the wood, and it has to like withdraw. It's now you see it being like dragged a bit by the ship before it pulls itself free. Mm-hmm. Um, that sucks for them. All right, <laughs> that finishes their go. Uh, Chetney, you're up with Ashton on deck. Oh, oh shit! Oh fuck! Ah. Uh, can I run over to the giant ballista cannon thing that's back here? Yeah, you can. 
Can I can I tell if that bitch swivels 360 or if it just points the direction? It does. I mean, I have it taped down here, but you can say like, yeah, it goes ahead and swivels here. Is it is it loaded or do I need to load a harpoon? And you would need to load into it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to. It takes an action to load. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And an action to fire. I'll take a. I'll I'll try and. <laughs> fuck it! I'm jacked, homie. I'm gonna load harpoon into that. Okay, so you go ahead and reach over and take the large, like heavy iron bolt and pull it into there. <laughs> With the strength sixteen, yeah, you're you're fine. Um, and you go ahead and load it in there, and then kind of get behind it. And now uh, that's your movement and your action. It'll take another action to fire it next turn, but you have it loaded and ready to go. Nice. Amazing. All right, finishing Chitney's go. Ashton, you're up with Fern on deck. Uh, first off, I'm going to fucking range. There you yeah. go. You are. Uh, what am What'd I getting? Get? Make it a good one. This is going to be weird. Uh, he I, says every time. I got space, <laughs> which might actually turn out to be really helpful. I'll say before you go, since it can and it will try, because mm-hmm. it's the end this turn, we'll try and fly up again to try and stay out of range up here. Uh, that leaves you with the ability to make a reaction attack if you'd like to. <laughs> Hit it! Oh! I can I use my dagger time. on it? Yeah. Or I just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> with a question mark expression? <laughs> Point in! Okay. Uh, I roll to attack. <laughs> Do it. Oh! 21! That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Yes! Oh, dagger damage. You quickly. Six points of Whoa! Six points of damage. Just you quickly and just arc outward and cut into its like kind of a portion of its softer underbelly where you can see well now it's like close up in front of you. It has like a like a harder, like large scale kind of sand-colored armor on the outside, and then right where it kind of dissipates where the prehensile part of the tail is, you can see a slight opening, and you just arc up over the blade and carve it, causing this kind of like like a dark blue blood just kind of across the wood in front of you. Well, take it easy, headhunter. Leave some for the rest of us. <laughs> awesome. That brings us back to Ashton. Oh what you doing? shit! This is gonna be fun. Blue blood. Where am I? Um, rage. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you gonna lick the blade? Both of, them, both of them are about fifteen feet in the air. Just so you know. Good luck for them. Okay. <laughs> The yes, one I hit the first okay. time. Swagger. Yeah. <laughs> so the the crystal in my head starts to like almost become transparent, like but like all the way through my head. Like it's a little bit of like a bad show to a Photoshop effect, including the hammer gets a little weird that way, where there's like almost a lens in the center. Mm. Um, I know it. I know what's going on. Yeah, you do. I'm gonna kind of just charge up. And a portal is going to open in front of me. What? And I'm going to stick my hammer, and I'm going to just toss my hammer straight down into it. And a small portal above that asshole portal. is just going to come down. What? That is what? so cool. Okay, well, an occasional portal gun. Yes. Uh, that's a. Let's actually go to my. Uh, that's a lot to hit. That's so a, what's the range on this? Uh, 60 feet. 60 feet, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I took it. That's 20 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Oh, that God. is so that's cool. And that rolls a chaos burst, too, yeah. so that's one it's of those throughout. Uh, and yes. let me, fuck, I lost, lost the fucking thing again. What that's the only problem. Uh, where does that live? Fundamental force, yeah. Sorry. He's got that great juice. Um, this is rage science. And that's an additional 1d10. <laughs> got that gray, gray liquid. Sorry. Pouring. So that's uh, 
Graham. Seven. Uh, Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 16 points of force damage. 16 points of force. Uh, I mean, the additional force damage on top of it, but it's all bludgeoning and then yeah, force. Yeah, and, and then one one force damage. Got it. So, so yeah, as you as you like slam the hammer down and like you you basically shove it into a folded space, the portal beneath you, and then it slams overhead before being withdrawn back out. And both portals close as fast as they did. The creature has to kind of like right itself for a second from the I'm impact. Rolling from above. right back up for an uppercut. Okay. Is your hand going through a portal too? Yep. Another portal opens in front of you in an upward swing, and both of your arms and the hammer just kind of vanish into it. So the cake is alive. Fuck it, reckless. Yes, 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 let's go. Thank God. 17? 17? Just misses. Shit. It goes wide. It's learning your tricks. The second portal opens, and now that you're this close, you can see it, there is like no real sign of a face on it. It's almost just like a blank of flesh in front. There's no like eyes or any discerning characteristic. And then you watch as right in front of it, where the portal opens up, the slit kind of opens up, and there's this pure black orb of an eye that seems to notice, and then it pulls back and the hammer just misses it by about a foot. All right, I'm going to use my movement to, to get some cover. Okay, where are you going? Uh, probably just in and around the corner uh, inside. Inside, okay. Just behind, uh, just so I can get to them, just behind everybody who's who's out. It's like on the left side. Uh, on the okay, starter. Uh, yeah. a little finicky for me to get there, but we'll keep yeah. that in mind. Okay, that finish your turn? Yep. Fern, you're up, FCG on deck. Okay. Okay, I'm going to summon Mister. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where you want him to go? Bonus action, just right next to me. Uh, all right. Okay. Here's a question. Yes. If I put him on the other side of something, would that be considered flanking? I know it probably wouldn't work in this situation because he's flying. Uh, if it, if it's a melee flanking circumstance, he is technically a creature. Possibly. I'll I'll think on this okay. circumstantially. Okay. Okay. I'll think on it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For later. Okay. So. Um, I am going to cast. I'd say I'd say just for the circumstances, probably not because he's not a, a continuously harrying creature. Sure. He's more of like a waiting for your command to do it. So okay. flanking is more about two creatures that are always at the ready. So that makes sense. Um, I am going to cast uh, speak with animals. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, oh, okay, okay, just just hang on for two seconds. What do you want so we can just speed up this process oh. because we have somewhere to be? <laughs> what what can what do you need? What do you need? What do you need? Uh, as you're shouting outward, you see like the one dark orb kind of glaring out of this this opening, this like heavy uh, kind of faint yellow brown blubber fold that's opened up to show the eye. It almost like opens up in like a weird twist, like a and it makes no sound, it makes no response. You get the sense quickly, this is not considered a beast. Ah, okay. Oh, what does that mean? Okay. It's an abomination. There's many other creature artifacts. Okay. And then I am going to walk towards. Um, the other harpoon. Over here? Yes, I'm going to get like kind of. Yeah. Behind him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mr. Gonna stay put. I'm gonna keep him there. Okay, you got it. So Mr. Remains there. Finishing ferns go. FCG, you're up. It's not a creature. 
It's a creature. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Not a, it's just not a beast. beast. It's oh, it's not a beast. Okay, that's <laughs> so like wolves, cats. Cool, yeah, cool, this, cool, you, cool. You, you now know this is not an animal. Got it. Uh, I will uh, uh, wheel on over towards Imogen. Okay. I don't like these birds! Uh, <laughs> and I'll get right under that, that one. Right here? Okay. Yeah. 15 feet above me, right? Yep. And the other one's probably 15 feet in front of me? Uh, the other one's about 10 feet from you that way. Uh, and I will, at level three, um, I'll cast Blindness on both of them. Oh, damn, Ooh. okay. Ooh. Okay. And I'll do, I'll do yeah. it by like, um, I'll say that my, uh, my lenses sort of find the light and, <laughs> and sort of like reflect it up <laughs> into, their, into their eyes, trying to like blind them. Blind okay. them with sunlight reflection, like a watch. Intense. <laughs> that is fantastic and good to know. Um, but they have to make a, uh, a Constitution 14 save, not very big save. And Indeed. Probably right. very constitute So for the one up top, it's right above you. That's uh, a 13, that's Ooh. a failure. Got one. Got one. So this one is now considered blind. And the other one, that is going to be a 15, so that one succeeds, but that one is blind. All right. Uh, they can't see us, or maybe they can. I don't know. <laughs> oh God! We will find out soon we'll enough. Find out, indeed. Uh, bonus actions. Oh yeah, I do. I'll cast spiritual weapon. Uh, technically, you can only cast one. Oh, you're spell right. Time. You're right. You're right. I won't do anything then. That's okay. Are you staying put? Uh, yeah. I guess as my yeah, I'll I'll, I'll attach my bolt thrower. Attachment as okay. the rest of my action. You got it. All right, that finishes FCG's turn. This is now the ships go. Um, the captain is going to go ahead and shift things this way. Oh god! And we're going to move turn. Uh, both both of these get moved back slightly this way, which I'll say for the sake of. Three yeah, yeah, graphics. Yeah. That, that right about there. Wow. And then this one here will shift back just, we'll say it's a little higher just than that yeah. one there. Um, with that. But it is higher than that. We're just going to move and load that one. And uh, Tarana is going to, watching you, Fern, as you get up behind it, Tarana, the, other, the, the young dwarf girl, is going to go, ah, uh, is going to go in and grab. And use her action to go ahead and load the ballista that you're yes. behind. Oh yes. my god! Okay, amazing. The first mate is going to duck underneath the stairs and up. <laughs> Not a fighter. Now you said the lower one is actually higher than what you're, we're seeing now. Yeah, I would say, for the sake of just keeping this a little more board, precariously place it there. Okay. Um, all right. That finishes the ship's go. Lana, you're up with Imogen on deck. Right. Uh, I don't. I think you might have jumped me. You're the top. You're the very, you were the top. very first one. You went right away. Uh, didn't you already go? Oh, that was a reaction you did. It was Correct. so cool. Yeah. For a reaction. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Good looking yeah. out. I'm going to rush out and kind of go up uh, towards the foot of the stairs a little bit, so I can have you on both of them. Again, I'll cast Bane. On both of them. Oh. What's the save on that? 
Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, sandwich. How does that? Every time. <laughs> Constitution <laughs> or dexterity. Is that on your turn? Gotta be the mic. You do it in your hands. The silver bars. At the start of your turn, you get your reaction back and does not count. <laughs> so it doesn't cast. And actually, reaction spells don't count against your spell per turn because it's not part of your turn. It's a reaction. It costs. It's a first. Is it wisdom con? Is Bane constitution dex charisma? Charisma. Oh, right. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. This is why it's my favorite spell. Yeah. Damn. Not Dang. a lot of charismatic. Oh, yes. Less than Bane. Yeah. Both Bane. I will yeah, quicken. Both Bane. Yes. Minus one d four to all their attack rolls. And saving throws. Yes. And saving throws. Yes. I'm going to quicken that spell <laughs> to make that a bonus action, so she that would. I can, or this next one doesn't matter, to do Eldritch Blast. Yeah. There you go. Bust it out. Roll some attacks. Um, all right. I'm going to do one, two, each of them, taking that shadow energy from under, from below deck, and then like using it like um. A javelin to both of them. Javelin. Um, yes, both of those hit with an 18 and a 20. Both hit. Yeah, roll damage to each. Crack-a-pow. Jesus Actually, why. this is valid. Uh, re-roll for, not re-roll, but roll disadvantage both those attacks. Oh. Why? You'll find out here in a second. Because they're poop so, so just roll them both again. 16. And a three. So. 16 total in the first, or you rolled a 16? I rolled a 16. All right, so one of them eight. hits, one of them misses. What? Uh-oh. So, more to you watch as you throw both out, one of them, it, the Elder's Blast looks like it's about to impact and then just kind of deflects away, almost like there's a barrier of wind around it. Um, they have an ability called Aerodynamic, where ranged attacks against them have disadvantage because as they rush around, it like they carve through the wind and create like a, a wind barrier around them that makes well, range attacks. Sniper. Does that have anything to do with? It's not covered thing? technically. It's a deflection. I thought I'd try. Yeah, a good try. Is one of the top one is blind. Okay. Which means technically you would have advantage against the top one if it's blind. Oh really? Which means it would just be a straight. Yeah. So yeah. So you know what? I'll say they both hit them because you would have missed one there. So they both hit. A little right. bit of weird math there, but we yeah, got it. I, know. Okay. I don't know which one's which on. now. Got to um, recognize their ability. Okay. Yep. Three damage to the lower one. Alrighty. And no, what did, what did I just say? You said three, three damage. damage. Sorry, ten damage. Oh, that's a little different. Seven plus three. Yeah, I'm an sure. idiot. That's okay. Um, and then the same thing, same thing. another ten damage. Ten got damage. it. You watch as it the Eldritch blast pushes and pierces through that little. Wind barrier that it's gathered as it's kind of gliding through the sky and impacts it. It kind of rears back and begins to loop around to catch itself. The one that's blind, you just slam it in the back, and it takes a second to even kind of ground itself. You can see that that dark sphere that's currently open is wildly trying to glance around, and it's Crazy. just sort of trying to listen and feel for the environment around oh, it. Nice. Crazy. All right, finish that's your turn. Yes. All right, finishing line. Let's go, Imogen. You're up with Oramondek. Okay, I'm going to turn around and face them. All right. I'm going to put both my hands to the side of my head. Oh. And I'm going to whisper. Brain stuff. <laughs> Brain stuff. <laughs> Brain stuff. I was just excited for Brain stuff. But like, uh, I'm just going to whisper. Fuck, I don't know what I'm going to whisper. Brain stuff. Brain stuff. Brain stuff. <laughs> Brain stuff. And I'm going to twin spell this. Twin spell. At third okay. level. 
Wayne's And I'm casting Dissonant Whispers at both of them. Ooh, so that's a wisdom, wisdom save. save. <clears throat> All right. Boy, these, these uh, things are beset. Natural 20 on the top one. Down below. Did he? Natural one. Got both sides of the spectrum on that one. Okay. What, what's your save out of curiosity? Again? My save is 15, so even with a D4, okay, you wouldn't get. Okay, even with a D4, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, okay, yeah wouldn't unfortunately. But the other okay. one. Remember the so D4. So that is. Oh, yeah. Remember, remember the D4. Okay. A D4 for Bane. Yeah, so we'll put it in a Failed save, so. it takes. Hmm. What? On a successful save, it takes half as much damage. Okay, okay. so go ahead and roll damage. Okay, so that is 5D6. What dark tongues is this brain stuff? Master <laughs> <laughs> brain stuff. Don't understand the common. That is okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> Thirteen on the one that didn't save. I rolled really shit. Got it. And like six on the one that did. Okay. Um, but well, the one that save. did not save. It has to use its speed to move as far away from me as possible. Dude! Oh, okay, okay. That's huge. That's very far. Yeah. You've got it. Okay, How that finishes your go. It? Which one did you do that to? <laughs> the one that's high or low? I don't know which one didn't save, whichever one didn't save is which the one. The bottom one didn't save. Oh, the bottom one did not save. This one did. Well, that's the end of the fight. <laughs> one's blind and one's flying away. There you go. All right, that brings us to Orem. Orem, you're up. Uh, Orem, without even looking back, just sort of uh, twirls his blade in his hand and uses. Oh, it must immediately use its reaction to move as far away from you as possible. And it does have a reaction, so that would put it at uh, 90 feet. 90 feet. Yeah. So this guy. And then it has, it has to move its use its action and movement as well, if I recall when it's its turn. No, it just immediately uses its reaction to move away. So I'll put it here, as it just like darts away from the ship. Okay, uh, that finishes back what we were doing there. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah. Well, I have no idea if this will work now because of range, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh, sorry. So no, it's fine. That's what happens. So Orum doesn't even look backward, but just uses his attack to slash the rope, uh, cuts it, and then runs bip, 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 oh, along Wait, the railing. What? No, I hate yeah. Slaps the it. Goliath on the shoulder and says, "Teamwork makes the dream work." And then I leap down and uh, whip around the yeah. harpoon gun yeah. and okay. aim at the one. I don't know if it's close enough or not, uh, and fire. Sure. At that, because it's primed line. already. Yeah, because yeah. the Goliath loaded it. Yes. So you go ahead and fire that one. No idea if it's close enough. Uh, you go ahead and roll an attack roll for me. Okay. Yes. You bring up the tools for the ship here. <laughs> I don't know. What oh, I would add. Good. I rolled a fourteen. Yeah. Rolled a fourteen. Yeah. Add six to it. Twenty. That's twenty. That hits. Yes. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> 3d10, oh, sorry, 6d10 points Six, of damage. 6d10! Yep. What? 6d10. Okay, I'm going to roll two of them three times. Come on. So I got 15, 600 points of damage. 20, 21, 24, 30 total. 30 points of damage is that one? Perfectly average. Cool. Yep. Cool. You fire and it, you watch as it just vanishes. From the top perspective, uh, Imogen, yeah. the air above you just as the blister misses you by like right by your head. feet, yeah. and it, it you feel the impact of the wind just I cutting just around you. I just turn back to Orem like, 
Well, you see Orem uh, <laughs> do it like you hear, did I hit it? And he does a pull up and goes, yeah. I hit it! <laughs> As it impacts it, it sticks through and almost goes completely through. Oh, it pierces out the back, but there's a little bit still stuck in it. And as it kind of like so falls about high. 10 feet and catches itself. <laughs> These are hardy creatures, but that is a heavy hit, and you can yeah. see now it's like that dark blue blood is dripping is out this, from the wound. Is that just a bolt? Was it attached to a cord or it's anything? A, it's or? a harpoon on a uh, chain. Well, no, or no? Th these are just standard bolts. There, there is oh, okay. a chained harpoon, but you have to actively okay. uh, utilize that if you want. I love airships. <laughs> <laughs> All right, does that finish your turn, Orm? Yes, sir. All right, it is now their turn. Oh, no. This one uses turn to move away. It's now going to move here. Um, it does not get a slam attack. Oh, so it can come to see if it. Pop some pimples. But at least it didn't get it, to like stay up. Or close it does get its body spine's ability again. As it swarms forward, it's going to release oh, the body spines a second time. I need Laudna. Release the body spine. And uh, like uh, Mister. Actually, no, Mister shifts out of range. Uh, and I'll have. <laughs> Uh, Tirana, to make a dexterity saving throw. That's better. 16. Yeah, she succeeds. Okay. Oh, is that with the d4? Good job, Lautna. Uh, Lautna. That's, they're making a saving throw. Okay. So. But good looking at it. I thought you were rolling a thing. No, no, it's good, it's good. All right. Oh, right, it's not rolling. Oh, whoa! <laughs> okay. So, so you succeed, they, you both succeed, which is good. So that brings you down to 11 points of oh. piercing damage. Oh, holy moly. Uh, that would have been Tirana is really hurt. Tirana uh, is really hurt. Okay. Like, Tirana's like, ah, like after loading up for you, Fern, you watch as the spines shoot out and one like goes through her shoulder and actually sticks to the bottom of the blister. And she's now like pinned, like, ah, 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 and just trying to pull herself free from the base of it. Um, and then after that, it's going to go ahead and do a. Tail spear attack against you, Ladna, oh, since you're the only geez. one kind of within range of that. Can I get it covered no. next time? Minus D4 to the attack. That's what I can do shield on that. They descended on her. There's nothing she can do. With minus D4, that brings it to 17. Shield. Ah, oh, there you go. That will clear it. The tail comes right towards you, and as you put your hands up, a little bit of that kind of inky liquid just lifts itself from under your fingernails and forms this shield of shadow that deflects the tail as it splinters off and withdraws back in. This Ouch. Oh boy. This one here, trying to figure out where things are, is going to try and dart back. To where it was, but slams into the deck. It doesn't quite remember where the ship is. Hits it and kind of glides and spins around. It's going to go ahead and do its own uh, body spine attack. So I need uh, both FCG and uh, Imogen, as well as the captain, to make dexterity saving throws for me. Dexterity. The captain succeeds. Twelve. Twelve. You take fourteen points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, five. <clears throat> Fourteen points of piercing damage. Captain takes seven. And kind of like uh, behind the wheel and is like trying to, to hold it and getting ready to kind of turn more on its turn, um, and then it's going to go ahead and follow that up with uh, a tail attack. We'll say at you, FCG, since you're the one sure. right behind it, but it has disadvantage on it plus the bane on it because it uh, can't see anything. Uh huh. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, 
I didn't want to say it out loud. No. That's uh, that. The tail like like whips around, and you're like getting ready for like, oh god! And she goes Shh, and shoots out in the middle of the air at nothing before retracting and kind of sticking beneath the bottom of it. That's going to finish their turn. Chetney, you're up with Ash on deck. Yeah, from Lawton it looks like I can still see the uh, the big pigeon on the quarter deck. From yes, the, you can. I'll take a harpoon shot at that son of a bitch. Roll Hell a d twenty. You have it. You have advantage against it because it is blind. Oh, amazing! <laughs> I just I just roll a d twenty and yep. add nothing, right? Add six. Uh, 14, tw- uh, dirty twenty. That hits. Go ahead and roll six d ten damage. Six d ten. One, that's the one who got took the first harpoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like some rough Yeah. A uh, twenty-nine points of damage. Oof. A secondary harpoon shoot shoots through his body. This one actually passes clean through it and into the floor right on the opposite side, right next to Gordy, who's like. <laughs> wow, that was so cool! <laughs> the thing is just like dripping with blue goo. Um, oh, they do get to try and save against blind and uh, they oh, not get right. Bane. They do not get to save against Bane. Yeah, Bane they just keep. Yeah, but blind, blind they can. At the end of each of its at the end of each of its turn, it can make a Constitution saving throw. Indeed, that's an eighteen. Does it minus four? Minus four. Oh. Uh, Sixteen. Still works. Ah. Okay. But good looking out. After the harpoon goes, can I draw my chisel and I'll, I'll run it across my forearm using my crimson right, and I'll use my movement to, can I jump onto the, <laughs> the giant oh, bloomstone and try and slide down one of the angled sides so I can mm. get down to the quarter deck with everybody else? You? Can certainly try. Yeah, I'll try. Uh, Go ahead and make an acrobatics check for me. It's gonna burn my ass. <laughs> or you'll bounce off it like five. A five. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you like, drag the chisel. Yeah! Leap! You land, but you land, you didn't quite go far enough to reach the other side, so you land and slide backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Landing onto a barrel, cracking your head and falling prone. Oh, oh, oh. Any damage? Uh, actually, no, you fell quite a bit, so I would say you take five points of bludgeoning damage. Oh, oh, son of a bitch! I should have saved the 20 from the prison emporium. It's <laughs> <laughs> valid. You don't know that. Is that your turn? That's it. All right, Ashton, you're up with Fern on deck. All right, uh, I'm running back out. Now I took my second to breathe. Okay. Shit, this is. Yeah, I know, it's terrible. I can just, I can get him. Oh my god. They're right. They're right. Oh my god. There we go. Just get Ashton. Too far in. Yeah, you did too far, too far. I was just that around the door. So in. Um, in theory, are any of them. Uh, how long would it take me to get up there to that one that's, that's up top? Yeah. What's your movement? Uh, 40, 40 feet. 30 feet! 40. You'd get about. I couldn't get close enough to hit the damn thing, though. Probably not, unfortunately, because you moved back in to hide. Mm-hmm. It's just enough to get up top. And 10 feet from it. And that thing's not close enough to hit. Uh, you don't know. It's got a long tail. If I were eye- eyeballing it, 
when I came out, I was just going to go with whichever one I actually thought I could like actually hit. Uh, right, right. Well, I mean, you can hit this one if you get up on the railing. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm. Uh, yeah, I can't quite get close enough to, to this one. If that's as far. I'll just actually. I'll stay about right here then. Okay. I'll just because if it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. Uh, and I'm just. I'm keeping an eye. Actually, I'm going to go a little closer and just get next to Ladna, just in case shit goes weird. You've got it. Uh, yeah, right behind. Help. Yeah, or right next to you, actually. Yeah, right behind's good. And then the one that's up there, <laughs> fucking around up there with those yeah. people, I'm just going to uh, open a portal, look through it, and knock them right through. <laughs> got it. Go ahead and roll on attack. Mm. And I will make this reckless. Which is very good, because otherwise it would have been in one. 20. 20 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That's uh. Da-da-da-da. There we are. As a note, the one that's been shot twice, the ballista, starting to look rough. Okay. It's bleeds. The, the, the blood is visible. It's looking like it's seen somewhere in tear from you know two massive ballistas shot into it. One that's still stuck. One that went 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. Alrighty. Gets slammed again and kind of hits the edge of the uh, the deck before like kind of riding itself. Pulling around the eyes, like now looking around, you can see the the dark shadow that was in, enveloping it kind of dissipates and the eye kind of closes. Uh, I'm just gonna, yeah, that's my that's my turn. Okay, that finishes Ashton's go. Fern, you're up with FCG on deck. Okay, um, we'll get to you in a minute, Tarana. Very sorry, just lay here. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, with my hoof, I'm gonna um, get the base of the uh, of the harpoon and kick it so I can grab it with my hands. Okay, you hold it. And I'm gonna take a shot at the big boys on the side of the boat. Right there? Yes. All right, go ahead and roll d20, add six. These, these ballista are not affected by its aerodynamic Ooh, ability. Natural 19. Mm -hmm. That's yes. gonna so hit. That's Go ahead and roll 6d10 points of piercing damage. Yes. Yeah, these ballista have so much power that they the aerodynamic ability that it has, it just cuts right through the wind. Okay. No disadvantage on these. Okay, so nine. Can you misfire on a ballista shot? Mm, you don't know. No one's rolled a one yet. Two. It's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Seven. Who knows? Oh God. Just rolling oh. one at a time. I'm sorry. I think I only have one. So it's okay. Five. It's okay. It's four one now. Absolutely okay. done this before. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's all good. All five. Okay. okay. Um, let's do some math here. Eleven, eighteen, twenty. Thirty-one. Thirty-one points of damage. Thirty-one points of damage. Blam. Less than that one there. Sorry, I put the middle. That's the highest one. Yep. Yeah. 29, 30, 31. Alrighty. Mm -hmm. And you're pretty close to this point. It kind of turns around and you can see it's it's like weird eyes still kind of open up with the dark orb and you release and it tries to pull up and the spear just sticks into its torso as it tries to fly up to avoid it. Immediately it folds. And they're not, they're not making any sound. It's just weird, odd, like silent combat from it as the the it pierces all the way through and it's now stuck. Like a good like two feet on each side, just sticking out. Oh, I want one. <laughs> um, so now, Mister um, is going to take a flame shot poop. You got it. Um, <laughs> Go ahead and roll an attack. Can you do it, Mister? Flame shot poop. Oh God, where's all my stuff? 
to it. Oh, the anticipation. Busy, busy, busy trying to crank one out. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's double. <laughs> it's double. Get some fruit. Damn it. Uh, what is this? 18. 18 just hits. Okay. So we need. Oh, that is so stupid. Okay, I rolled two ones. Oh. Two. Two damage? Two damage. Did you get any bonuses? For it was your... a teeny poop. He just turtled it up. He just seemed to, he didn't have enough to eat today. He hasn't had his coffee. <laughs> Does it add your uh, proficiency bonus to damage? <laughs> Say again? Does it add proficiency bonus to damage? God, sorry. That's okay. Stand up for two. My water coffee. Wah! Yep, yes. Uh, what is your yep. proficiency? Yours is for just three, so it'd be five. She's Louise. Think, okay, right? five. Sorry. So five points of fire damage so, to it. Well, plus, is that plus two? Right, but that, that's so five. Seven. Total. Okay, no, five total because you're proficiency. You rolled two damage, and then its proficiency bonus is three, so it's five. I understand. I got you, girl. I'm, I got you. Yeah, I know. I don't know why I'm questioning. Like I know better. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> no, no, no. I actually know the rules. So <laughs> we're learning together. It's all part of the fun. Um, all right. So finish your turn. Yes. You're gonna stay put. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna stay put. FCG, you're up. I will. I will move, move away from. I will move down the stairs away from this creature. Okay. Does it get an attack on me? It does. Its tail is gonna lash out towards you. Or no. uh, 22 to hit. That hits. Okay. That as you like, like your wheel, you start coasting down the stairs, and you all watch as FCG is now coming out to join both Ladna and Ashen before the tail like pierces you from behind. You know what? Let's try it again. Silvery barbs. It's a new turn. New turn. You have. Did you use shield last time? You did, that was your We haven't gotten back to you. It was at the top of the round now. It doesn't matter rounds, it still comes back to your next turn. But good looking out. That's that. The reactions, you gotta be careful how you use it. But you saved yourself. Um, you, however. Selfish. <laughs> you take nine points of piercing damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. Uh, constitution? Mm hmm. Have we done that yet? Ooh, terrible. No, I don't think so. Eight. Eight. Uh -oh. You take an additional sixteen points of poison damage. No! Sixteen. And you are poisoned. poisoned. I can FCG. I am resistant to poison, so that's only eight points of exactly. poison damage. Exactly. But I can be poisoned. Yes, you're just resistant against. I'm that. resistant to it. All right. All right. Okay. Um, I stumbled down the stairs. <laughs> Which one of those guys is looking rougher? Side. Uh, this guy's looking real rough. Okay, this I'll, guy's looking rough. I'll turn around and fire a bolt with my bolt thrower at it. Go for it. Um, you have disadvantage in this attack. I do. Because it's a ranged attack and it has like a wind <gasps> protective field. It doesn't on it. have something on it, Bane or something. I don't know. Bane per it l lowers its attacks. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well then, six. Six. Shoot. <laughs> Uh, you reel it back in. Was I able to get? Uh, oh shit! Uh, cure wounds is an action. Okay, then I'll use bonus action. Uh, healing word. On okay. Laudana. All right. Laudana. Go ahead and roll that. Yes, please. Nice. Um, oh, two. What's that? It's oh, a one and a. Nope, that's cocked. 
Come on. Three. So four plus three, seven points. Is that good? <laughs> I will take it. Not bad. Okay. Half seas now. Alrighty. So finish your turn. That's it. Okay. End of your turn. Uh, Captain Zandis shouts. All right, everyone, hold on! Oh boy. And spins the wheel hard. The ship kind of arcs this way and slams into this one. Oh, cool. Nice. I'm moving this out of the way here. Slams into it? Slams into it. Cool. As it does, it takes additional 15 points of bludgeoning damage. It is looking real rough. Very cool. and then crosses forward. Essentially, these things on the ship so we can check it out after. Oh yeah. Oh, good call. Um, and with that, she's going to go ahead and load the ballista again. With the and uh, she pulls herself free from being pinned and is really hurt and is not even going to fuck with this and just runs. Yeah. Below deck. Well done. We got you. With the big one on the the. What's the middle deck? Quarter deck. Quarter, Quarter deck. deck. Would it have shifted that way then? Uh, I'd say. Or would it be attached to the ship? I'd say it's it's following. It's it's kind of moving. Oh, yeah. I'll, you know what? Sure, because you're asking. It shifts this way. And that's about it. Just wondering. That's valid because it is flying. You're right. It's not like on the ship itself. Uh, um, I would like everybody to go ahead and make a uh, strength saving throw. Uh, oh no! Yes. Let's do it's not this. a terribly high DC, but. Yeah, well, saving throw? Mm-hmm. 16. Oh. 16, you hold on tight, no issue. 18. All right, you're Got good. Got these barrels. <laughs> 10. 10, you hold on, keeping your stance as it moves, and you kind of just ride it along. Fern? Uh, nine. Nine. You, it slides slightly beneath you, and you just skid a bit further this way. Okay. But that's fine. That's the good thing. Okay, yeah. like, 10. Ten. <laughs> you manage to just hold onto the edge and guide it over there. 19. 19. You kind of put your arm against the rail and just kind of use the momentum to hold you against it without issue. Ashton. 26. Oh, I figured they'd be fine. Just miss it. Alrighty. That finished their turn. Uh, that one ballista is loaded. And now it brings us to Laudna with Imogen on deck. Laudna, what you doing? Alright. I'm going to Ray of Frost, both of them twin spell. Okay. Mark that off. Disadvantage. Yep. So to which one here first? Do I roll? I roll separately, right? Correct. For each one. This one. Yeah, we'll do that one first. Yeah. um, Nineteen is the lowest. Yeah, that hits. This one. Miss. Okay. But that one does get hit with your. Ray of Frost, go ahead and roll damage for that. Not bad. Um, 12 damage. 12 damage. And they. uh, Their speed is reduced by 10 feet. Got it. Okay. You should take some cover. Um, That's probably a good idea. I'm going to take my movement and head kind of towards. under under deck. Under deck? Okay. Yeah. You're in your head. Stay safe. All right. Okay. So you go ahead kind and of yank one of the barbs out of my rib cage. Got it. Hey, you go, Ludnit. Imogen, you're up with Orm on deck. Okay, my eyes are gonna flash wide. I'm gonna throw my hands to each side and twin spell a witch bolt. Let's go. Okay. Third Come on. Level. 
Alright. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, this advantage, the uh, range attacks on each of them. Okie dokie. Adding your spell attack modifier, this one here. Uh, 14 on one. 14. Misses. It glances off of its aerodynamic wind barrier. Oh, I miss on both of them. Oh. Both of them arc off, and the energy itself kind of just dissipates in the sky to each side of you. They are they're hurt, but they're slippery motherfuckers, and they want to be. Good try, though. Um. All right. I can't think of anything to do with my bonus action. Double birds. <laughs> Double well, the one who can't see. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's can see you guys. Um, oh, can see you again? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, for my bonus action, fuck it. Um, I'm going to, oh wait, can I do this? No, I probably can't, because I just did a spell. I can't do it, because I just did a spell. Okay. I want to run away, because I don't want him to get me. He's real close to me now. Run away from this guy? Yeah, I'm going to run down the steps. Okay. Down the steps. Where all of us are. Right there, or you're gonna keep moving? I'm gonna, well, I was, no? Is that the wrong no, no, way? No, that's great, do it. It's I'm done. just gonna run away. Over here? Yeah. Oh, okay. jump off the ship. I'm just gonna leap off <laughs> and hope okay. that, you know, the wind carries me. You got it, okay. Oh. Uh, that one had already taken its reaction oh, good. previously against you, so, um, or in somebody. Me. You, that's what it was, yeah. So, it does not get an attack opportunity against you. <laughs> As you go running, screaming along the deck, or it's your go. All right, I was about to go into protection mode, but she protected herself because she's awesome. So instead, I'm, I'm going awesome. to. Yeah. Boom, yeah, boom, things boom, are going boom, well. Boom, to there. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I can do that. Stay. There you go. Stay and the Um, and I will uh, watch its tail whipping around and try to hack the end of it off. So chase that. Yeah, yeah, go for it. So are are you are you just doing damage, or are you actively trying to remove its tail? Uh, yeah, I'll actively try to remove its tail. Okay, cool. So it gives it a minor AC bonus. Go for it. Okay, that's balls, and I (laughs) slash again. Also balls, both miss. Double balls. Two balls. Two balls. Six. That's a fourteen total. So it doesn't oh. A good attempt, but oh, oh no! Ah. That's what happens when you get drolled double balls. <laughs> it's always double balls. I'll mark that there. Okay, okay. Cool. All right, that finishes your go. It's now their turn. Oh boy! This one here. Going to go ahead and Slash. fly up. Yep, you do an attack opportunity against it. I will not it. try to take its tail off. I will just try to get it as it goes. That is uh, 18 to hit. 18 just hits. Go ahead and roll it. Goading attack. Goating. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's got to roll. Beat that. Where'd it go? Where'd it go, goad? That is a. Uh, it's got to beat a 16. 16. Nope. Okay. Roll damage on that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh no, he fell again. Four plus five is nine plus the superiority die. Nine. Sixteen total. Sixteen points of damage. Yeah. How do you want to do this? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, well, I will just, uh, in a panic, try to get it as it goes, and before I was trying to get the tail, but I'll just strike out and go and pin it, pin the tail, and as it pulls away, the tail just sort of like splits and slices along, and it oh. splits in half as it trails away. All right. Awesome. Two halves of it just kind of slap onto the deck, leaving a bit of a, a nasty trail right in front of Gordy, who's like, Oh god, I'm gonna have to clean that. Um, Third time's to try, and I'll yank it out of the deck the and then oh, spray yeah. the blood on the wood. Hell yeah. That's it, nailed it. Third time. Like, okay, okay. Uh, the other one is going to float upward, see this happening as you carve the other, and then it's going to. It's going to rush towards you as you like flick the blade. Um, it does have Bane on it still, right? Because you cast Bane, yep. but you took damage. Roll concentration check for me, technically, which I forgot to do earlier. Plus my constitution, right? Correct, constitution saving throw. 10 total? 10 total, you took two. I didn't take over. I can't remember the number, and that's on me for not remembering. I'll ten, 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 ten usually is enough. Damage by half, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you didn't take twenty. You didn't, you didn't, didn't take, take twenty, flat. so you're fine. You made so it maintains yeah. that there. I, I, that's I remember my winces. So that okay. uh, with a minus four, yeah. that is still a nineteen. Hits. Okay. Whoa. That's my armor class. Oh shit! It just hits yeah. you. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it does do its swooping charge as part Third of that. Third time's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. So. Oof, okay. Plus. That was with Bane? It was with Just Bane. Barely. Dang. I know. Love it. Oh! Okay. Like a side saddle. You take 29 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. From the additional swooping damage that it did. Quite a bit. Yeah. I need you to make a strength saving throw for me, please. Yes, sir. Wait, what? How many points did he? Nine. Nine. You get pushed 20 feet. Which way? Away from it. Oh, no! Featherfall. Wait, are you. Hold on. There? Yeah, I'm right there. Oh, thank God. You ran inside and do not have visual. No, no, no. I'm right there. I'm right there. From my perspective, I'm not fully under the thing, and I would be able to see him. That's actually like right on the cusp. That is actually. I'm standing in the door, still looking out, even though I'm facing him. But if he goes over the rail. Roll a perception check for me. Oh, I see my This is. No. I'm letting the dice decide on this one. Natural 19. Okay. 24 total. 24 total. As you get knocked off the side, what's the range on for the fall, by the way? 60. I think it's pretty decent range. 30 or 60. God damn it, god damn it, god damn it. Stop. This is not, this is not Stop. D&D Beyond's fault. This is her fingernail fault. This is, yeah. Shut, shut, shh, shh. We've been saying this all day, all for like First three days now. Right there. Range 60. 60 feet. Yeah, it's the terror 60 feet. of long nails. As you glance head. off the side, you barely, you don't even see the creature attacking. You just hear the <laughs> and you see the very edge of Orem's arm, the impact, and just him go off the side. Through my perception, I just instinctually throw it out. Yeah, the corner of your eye, you go ahead. Um, yeah, and you did get your reaction back because you already took your turn yes, previously. So. <laughs> 
you immediately, after the impact, watch the edge of the ship begin to vanish, and that horrible sensation of like, is this it? Creeps over, and then suddenly this kind of feeling of wind beneath you, and you're just kind of drifting. There goes the boat. But the boat is definitely coasting <laughs> yeah. around you at a rapid speed. Sickening feeling. <laughs> Okay. Can I help you beyond this? <laughs> Just not hit the, not hit the, the, the sails or no? Okay. We'll, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that is the impact. It still has some movement left. Let's see if it gets its spines back. It does not. It will then. Yeah. Down below. I know. How? And I will say, because you're still poisoned by the the previous tale, it wouldn't see Laudna. It would be losing Ashton, so it would go after you. Yeah. Uh, the wolf. That is going to be a twenty-five to hit. Ooh. Really, no D four. Yeah, that hits. Oh, uh, well, yeah. With the D4? no, it doesn't matter. Twenty-five to hit. Yeah, Does, yeah, Twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> it rolled really high on that one. Um, all right. So you take. As the tail whips into you, you take 11 points of piercing damage, reduced to five, because you're raging. Yep. Uh, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me, please. <laughs> oh, that, 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 oh, that angled on the one. Uh, but no, that's a 25. 25, so you take only five points of poison damage and you are not poisoned. As the the blade of the, uh, the tail, the barb sh- sinks towards you, you grab it with one arm and like force it to only pierce maybe an inch or two into your skin, and you feel the poison begin to try to inject itself into your body, and you just yank it out, and it kind of just like trickles out. Doesn't actually take root into your body or bloodstream. So good on you. All right, that's gonna, and then it's gonna go ahead and attempt to fly up. I'm gonna take a, an attack. It attacked you from ten feet away, so you do not have an attack of opportunity against Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. So it's gonna go ahead and guide upward on right above the deck. And attempt to stay out of melee. Okay. That finishes its go. That one's a little tall for what I need. Oh, okay. uh, the little one next. Oh! Oh, you're right. That's much better. This. As precarious. Whoa. Like that. Why would that one even exist? <laughs> no, it's meant for small minis. Oh, okay. Like you guys. It was just available. So he, he, he's that high up. <laughs> Not that high up. Correct. Mm. Um, all right. So let's say 10 feet up is what I'm saying right now. That finishes its go. Chetney, you're up with Ashton on deck. Yeah, I'm coming! <laughs> I'm back here. These fucking barrels behind <laughs> the lobstone! <laughs> Have you done anything? Happy movement uh-huh. yeah. to uh, get up. To get up. How? Just, just <laughs> as I get up, enjoying this encounter. Mm-hmm. Can I tell uh, just a, a roundabout? How high are we? Hundreds of feet or thousands of feet? Not thousands of feet. You're maybe like, I'd say, three to four hundred. Oh, shit. How many key fish high are we? <laughs> <laughs> like this, the, sh- the ship rides rides low enough because the high, <laughs> the higher up it gets, the more turbulent the wind is, and so it has to kind of coast this kind of midsection of the valley. Nice. I will use the rest of my twelve point five feet to come out to where the captain is. You get there. How's it going out here? <laughs> 
Oh, shit's crazy, but you guys wouldn't know what you're doing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm just going to keep an eye on you, okay? Go get him, team. Where's Orm? <laughs> Orm went over to the side. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to throw this damn chisel at 300 feet in the air. I know, but I don't have anything ranged. Other yeah. plus, you can dash if you want to just move elsewhere. No, I'll stay here. Okay, you got I'll hold, it. I'll hold my action if uh, something comes towards yeah. you. Mm -hmm. You got it. All right, Manta dick comes up. Finishing your go, Ashton, you're up with front on deck. Twenty thousand keyfish over the sea. Do I even <laughs> think that I could, if I make, take oh, a jumping attack, that I could hit this thing? Uh, from where you're standing, no. But if you had enough leverage off a of space, you could. Like enough a, leverage off a meaning take a running dash. Meaning, if you were to like get up onto the uh, the yeah, upper I'm deck and then try jump. and spend my whole movement running around and just seeing if I can take a flying whack at this thing. 20, 25, 30. I have ten more. You do, which you can go ahead and make a full jump towards it and get one attack off in the air. That'll do. Uh, for the sake of this, uh, you go ahead and get the attack. So go ahead and make it. As you like, run up the stairs and then full hammer in the air, like slow mo, and swing downward. Go for it. I took that reckless as fuck. That's twenty-three. Nice. That hits. Go ahead and roll down. Come on, come on, come on. Good shit. Here we go. Come on. Yeah, that's good. Fourteen points of damage. How do you want to do yeah. this? I am going to hop up, and I'm just going to see that eye, and I'm going to take a spin, and I'm going to try and baseball that fucking thing out of its head. Okay. I want to see the eye fly. As you yell, as you jump in the air and <laughs> yell with it over, it kind of swoops around, gets its tail below, like it's going to try and impale you in the middle of your leap, and you're just too quick at this point. The current effect of your translucent crystal brain causes you to almost like jump ten feet. Further in an instant, more than you would have, which means even if it had been prepared, all of a sudden you're right there in front of it, full on like Goku Dragon Ball Z fight style. And as you do, the hammer whack hits the sides of its face, and you watch as the kind of weird blubber lids that hold the orb in place tear, and it just goes jettisoned off the side of the ship as the body slumps and then slides across the base. I'm gonna, I'm gonna float right into a portal. Is that the last one? Yeah, this is the last one. The other one died on the deck too, so at least. We're oh, we did. Um, okay. yeah. I'm going to as I'm falling, I'm going to fall right into a portal, and I'm going to teleport right next to the, that ballista up there and start getting ready to load some chain. Okay, you watch. Cool. Ashen in the middle of the air, leaping, slams and is about to fall into the deck, and suddenly, a, a portal gateway just woof, opens up beneath Ashen. Ashen just vanishes beneath it, and then woof, appears on the upper deck here. He's an upper decker. Damn. And I'm going to get ready to load some chain to try and deal with this shit. Okay, you got <laughs> it. Like a misty so we are technically out of battle, but, but we're not Orum out of dead. danger. Orum, yes. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you are currently like drifting back. The moment you're like, oh my god, I think I'm going to be okay. What you don't notice is the sail coming up from behind you oh, right as you glance over your shoulder. Oh, right. But where are you asking me to do? To dodge getting creamed by the sail? This is to dodge being hit by the edge of the sail as you're going by. Just to not get hit and continue to descend? Correct. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> or it's like a, a leaf on the road as a Yeah, this is this is by. this is like a weird. This could be like like a side air version of the guy in Titanic that hits the yeah. propeller. Oh, oh, so I see it coming at me. Can I cast gust to help this along and Ooh. poof me out of the way five feet? 
Uh, it was the fish approach. Gust uh, as um, as in the moves a creature five feet. Sure. As the gem. So how will that so. affect the DC, or will you yeah, just roll one die? I'll say it'll affect the DC. It'll lower the DC roll for the one roll. die. Oh, terrible. Uh, that is a ten. Uh, that unfortunately, even with the with the benefit of gust, mm-hmm. he needed a twelve. Um, so. Can I can I try something? You will be in just a okay. second. So the impact of that at the speed, you take uh, nine points of bludgeoning damage okay. as you Clocked. get hit by the sail and just oh. woof, 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 kind of spinning head woof. over tea kettle okay. in the middle of the air as the whole ship just leaves you behind and you continue to Run descend. To All of you rush off to the side, and the captain's like, "What do I supposed to?" Okay, <laughs> normally this is just kind of a one and done thing when they fall overboard, but I'll go and make my way! And they start spinning the ship, shifts heavily. I need everyone to make a strength saving throw to yes. hold yourself in place from the immediate shift of the side. Oh, I'm still raging. A natural 20. Nice. Six. Six. You slide <laughs> and crash into the captain. You're bad. Oh, oh no! We're so bad. I mean, I am. But the captain is fine and kind of like, oh, oh come on! I'm help. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. Eight. Burn you. <laughs> slide and like hit the edge and just hold yourself on there. You don't go overboard. So, so slippery. slippery. Fifteen. Fifteen. You're fine. I have no traction. Gordy, stop waxing the deck. <laughs> rubber on those things. Yeah, the whole thing kind of shifts around rapidly this way, and as it does, you all can see now the orum just slowly rotating in the air and like just drifting out of space. Like, uh, can I? From your standpoint, it's ragdoll. My eyes just like flare white all of a sudden, and my hair starts to float up. And I don't even know what's happening, but I am floating up in the air. You all watch. I mean, just come. What? Darkness. What? Okay. And I'm gonna fly and get him. What's your fly speed? Oh, you watch Imogen just take off into the air, arcing and over the side of the ship, this kind of crackling purple energy just emanating from the back of her hands and her feet, just kind of gliding her forward in like the slow cannonball-like motion as you arc downward over the side. You see Orm's kind of flipping, and you are you're kind of dazed for the moment, okay. but but you're you're trying to grasp. You're floating slowly downward, but you're from the impact, you're also spinning over and over again. And you just, as you're going, you're trying to like put your arms out to, to gain some sort of traction against the wind, and it's helping a little bit, but you're still kind of a little out of control. And as each time you rotate, you see this like spark of pink purple just get bigger and bigger until suddenly you <laughs> reach out. And if if this wasn't a feather fall, this would be a like a, a skill check. But because he's floating slow enough with feather fall within this minute period, you manage to reach out and grab and prevent him from falling any further. <laughs> Hold on to me. I'm not strong. Okay. Me either. Oh boy. You take off back towards the ship, which is now fully rotated and stopped its forward momentum. And the rest of you watch as kind of. Briefly, for a moment, you have no visual on either of them. They just vanished. And then over the side. Yeah! Magneto touchdown! Yeah! Yeah. Fuck yeah! She's starting to believe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wow. You can fly? 
Incredible. How did you do that? I did it since when? I don't know. I've never done that before. Uh, Are you all right? Uh, he's totally dizzy and disoriented. I if, I clasp your hand and I just sort of look for the the dead thing, and it's I drag dead. you it's over dead. to Nono to Laudna. Oh. Oh. And I take your hand. You two saved my life. <laughs> you two saved my life. You've done it for us many a time. Almost. Head of security. <laughs> Hold on, and he runs over to the side. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's viable. That's viable. Sky. Feeding the sandworm. He your ass. <laughs> wow. Make some spice. <laughs> The ship kind of rights itself and can rotate slowly back on course. And the captain, you can see, after reaching over and takes a large leather strap and like wraps it through the actual wheel to kind of keep it on course for a bit before stepping away and checking in. Everyone okay? Holy shit! Very okay. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that was absolutely ridiculous and incredible. I cannot believe that happened. Oh my! Wow! You not see those very often? No, we like bring clothes and stuff. And occasionally, when there's a fight, we shoot the things at the creatures, or like we kind of try and get away or I'll race them. But that was crazy. Whoa! They, we, Whoa. <laughs> Everybody alive except Bodna. Whoa! <laughs> Are you I think so. The crew, the crew seems okay. <laughs> I just look in my back hurt as and, well. Oh shit! And count another vibe. Oh. Tarana. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Um, Are you okay? I'll 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 go on a healer. <laughs> I got you. I'll, I'll do wow. cure wounds. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so go ahead and roll for damage. Not personal. I just I'm really I save it for. I know and love it very much. Uh, Maybe we'll get there. Mentally noted. <laughs> I rolled an eight, so eleven points. Oh, Thank you, metal man. And as you reach out and, and touch, you can see like the the wound with like the, the the blood that's kind of running from it. The barb is like through her shoulder and poking an inch out to the side. And as you touch her, the barb kind of forces its way out of the wound before ting ting onto the ground. She's like, ah! I'll take the barb. Oh, mm. oh, thank thank you so much. Uh, the barbs are like thick, right? They're not like hyperdermic and thin. They're no, like they're they're like a pool stick. Yeah, a pool cue is a, a good oh. basic oh. comparison, and about that long oh. each. That's a bitch. I agree. We should keep them. Though. This is great crafting material. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. I'll, I'll also stumble over and um, carve out a bit of its like uh, blubbery wing. Ooh, thin. Gross. Denalia kind of wanders it's up good. from off deck and kind of walks it's him good. and sees you do this. Goes. <sighs> I make a good soup. Oh, a good soup? What this is? This could be a fine hide. Could also yeah, be a good jerky. Yeah, you can use the inside for some yeah, good soup. Underneath, yeah. There's you plenty. Have two. There's plenty. Yeah. yeah. There's okay. Oh, Orm, you look like shit. Yeah, Orm's just on his back, staring at clouds. Go. You, you, you need anything, buddy? Uh, just eight hours. Yeah, you should. Okay. Take, you should get, okay. get some rest. Here, here, here. Do you want to go back in? You want to go inside? How'd you do that thing with the holes? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. What? Oh, which, which, what was going on on this uh, ship? I don't know. I had a weird dream last night, and was like, "Fuck it." And uh, yeah, that was weird, but cool. All right. What? <laughs> I'm gonna pick you up and start taking you into the bed. Okay. Yes, okay. You did good. You that, flew. You flew. Come on. The... That was really a non-answer. Yeah. What was that shadowy thing? And fly. Chetney was like. Magnetically attracted to all the barrels somehow. <laughs> 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 Someone had to keep 
keep an eye on the man. So Magnus is his power. <laughs> Lodestone generator. Okay. You kept it safe. Yeah. Um, I'd love to take some spines. Yes. Out of the yeah, yeah the bodies sting, right? It's not like decomposing or no more than any creature that's been recently killed or hunted. Yeah. So yeah, you could be like these bodies are are, are ripe for whatever harvesting you wish to attempt. Hey, we should get some vials of that stinger on the tail. Oh yes, yeah, that boy yeah. now. It's a good idea. Sure. Okay. I'm, uh, get the stinger. Anyone here? I'm, I'm, I'm medicine-y. Oh. Is that a thing? Yes. Is anyone proficient with alchemical supplies or have some with them? Uh-uh. Can you be? I didn't even know you could be. Yes, proficient. you can. You can be. I have alchemicals. But I'm not proficient. I, I have to work one. with certain epoxies. proficiencies, just to double check. Because <laughs> if I recall, Blood Hunters might. Horses. Under proficiency. You can grind them up real good. We got several horses. Right? It's a good glue, though. It's stained. Sorry, Imogen. Yeah. That was so cool. <laughs> that was so intense and scary. Oh. But we survived. Uh, so, what we can do is both of you can roll. You can make a medicine check and you can make a. A chemical supply. I'll say go ahead and roll a d20, add your intelligence modifier, and add your proficiency modifier. Okay. Right? Guidance myself. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm just picking the corner, I'm getting these fucking uh, 19 Jesus. plus 5, 24. So, uh, just a 10. That's okay. With your with your experience as a physician, unfortunately, the, the physiology of these creatures is far beyond your understanding. You, however, have hunted quite some strange creatures in your time, and as you you watch as Chetney, with the same glimmer in his eye that you see when he pulls a piece of ripe, uncarved, well-treated wood from a pocket, <laughs> pulls out a small set of portable alchemical supplies, and carefully, with incredible dexterity and intent, take one of the heavy barbed tails and kind of like find points at the base where the where the flesh kind of covers the bone, and squeezing it at the right places, you watch as that same poisonous kind of dark black oil liquid begins to pour from different like un- hidden porous sections of the barb, and you essentially you milk the tail spine for the oh, toxin. How many vials would you say? A, a vial of? Uh, with that roll, I'd say three vials. Whoa! You rolled a twenty-four on that. That's pretty fucking solid. Am I still poisoned. Look out, fellow. Uh, you were actually. It's a valid point. Uh, Boy. What did you do mean? take five points of poison damage. Okay. Okay. Do you have a means of of getting rid of the poison and make a Constitution saving throw for me? Um. Uh. Natural twenty. Okay. So no, it hits you once. And you, you. Thankfully, your mechanical form seems to be uh, less eager to retain toxins in your system. And as soon as that that burst kind of hits your system, you just let it out. It no longer bothers you. It just trickles down my. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you wish? Sure. Wheels would be a basic poison vial, right? Uh, just mark. Uh, Skirath poison vial. It's not in yeah, the system like yet. Okay, cool. Um, you can mark like, that, like and I can layer. I can oh work God. that up for you. Cool. Just kind of dribbles out. <laughs> Amazing. What about the eye? Should we? Should we like? One of them got punted off the side. It was pretty yeah. great. Yeah, that by was... our leader. I'm just coming out of the door with a bottle of liquor I've been had in my room and was about to put down for. Oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah, leader. It's, it's not all for you to share. Have the eye. Is it the metric leader. system? 
that the eyes don't know what the that blubber means. fold. Mm -hmm. yeah, the blubber, the blubber the fold. The blubber fold. Can and, I, and so are these. Are they monstrous the entities? Are they beans, fae? Make an investigation check. Okay. Sure, we're all hurt. But you haven't. I do. If it's, uh, if it's uh, fae it is not fae fiend. So you just rolled. Yep, yep. Come on. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen. You gather that this this definitely doesn't fall within you know any of your specialties, but, but this would sit in the monstrosity field of creature types. Okay. Of course. It was a monster. Huh? It, was a monster? it was a monster, but not Clearly. a fae fiend or undead. I mean, okay. Yeah, look. Just in case you were curious. No, I'm not. Really. Can't domesticate it. <laughs> Good looking up. Eyeball? Anybody care about the eyeball? Yeah, we should try yeah, to turn take it the eyeball. Are you going to turn it into a bocce ball deck out of here on the I'm ship? I'm just going to poke it. I just kind of want to stick my hand in there. Go, go. Oh. In, in the eyeball hole. In the eyeball hole. Jeez. Okay. The one that's missing the eye? Or you go, you pull the eye free. What's what are you trying eye, to do? Right? I just, I want to just get my hand in the blood fold and see what comes out. Maybe that's, is that where the eye is? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm the one that that's has the eye. Yeah. I found the TV remote. I just want, I know it's not going to do it. That's not going to do anything. I'm not no, so the that. one that has the eye or the one that does not? The one that has the eye. Okay. Uh, are you tending to remove the eye or are you just reaching in to feel around? I am. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out your yeah. intent. You want to just squeeze the I just eye? Want to, I just want to give it a little squeeze. You just want to squeeze it? And okay. if it comes, yes. I okay. just want to see how okay. squishy. So you 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 thrust your arm into the fold, and like it hits the kind of like squeaky, strangely like solid wet surface of of the eye orb, and then slips past it, and you're now like kind of inside some sort of brain matter contained within a, a, a porous skull. What are you looking for? Um, a small person that's like. Can I feel yeah. the eye? You squished. You can past feel the back the of the eye. eye. Yeah. Oh, oh! I went past the eye. You went past it. You like overpass it. You're now like inside the brain. It's like trying to burn the cow. Okay, you know. so I'll try to just cut from the back and try to pull the eye out. Uh, okay, go ahead and just roll a dexterity check for me. Roll a d20. Add your dexterity modifier. You can do it. I believe in you. Dexterity. Guide yourself. There's ten more hiding inside. Okay, guidance. This is a good reason for guidance. This is a great reason for guidance. Natural twenty. Oh no, fucking way! So you reach, you reach behind, and there's like a little. Uh, you can you can feel like uh, two like nerve tethers to the back, and you're kind of like go, hmm. and just like use your use your little claw like fingernails to just cut them, and then kind of it's free to it's free to come out. What do you do? Okay, so I'm gonna keep my hand in there. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and you withdraw it. It's about, it's about this big around. It was like and a grapefruit. You look at it. Yeah, and in, in the light, as you see it, it is it is jet black, but it, it looks kind of like a massive boba because it has that kind of semi-translucent kind of liquid layer, like fleshy layer on the outside, and on the inside there's there's a, a harder interior, but you but it's too dark and too uh, opaque for you to see any details within. But it, it you should probably lick it. I'm gonna give it. I was going to. I'm gonna give it a sniff. Give it a sniff. Yeah. Uh, it has an oddly. It has an has an oddly citrusy smell to it. Oh, grapefruit! Not <laughs> yes. not in like a like a super delicious way, but that kind of like ac acidic you can't place. Mm. Your tongue's gonna go numb. Yeah. yeah, kind of a house cleaner sense. Ah, oh. oh, you did it! I have to. I have to. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fair. No, you don't. It tastes <laughs> like it smells. Um, and your tongue goes a little numb. I, I mean, 
It's actually very good. <laughs> I think this is gonna be a very delicious stew. The rest of the body, if it tastes citrusy like this. <laughs> what do we do? What do I do with this? You Put know? it in the hole. Oh yeah. <gasps> Yeah. Okay. Should we wrap it up? Oh, 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 wait. No. I mean, it's gonna make the whole citrusy. And then, like, kind and of it's gonna be. It's, it's gonna, gonna roll around. around. Do we need this? Well, we I might. You should try and see what's on the inside of it. If you're gonna pull the eyeball out of the creature, like, well, you Captain, have do you know of any use for this item? I don't know. We usually just shoot them down and keep going. This is. Right, Pretty up. crazy. Is there a black market for these things? Uh, oh, probably. Yeah, oh, I'm going to cut, cut it in half. The eye? Yeah. Okay. God, you're making me describe this shit. Yeah, come on, Mac and Cheese. But there, there is definitely a a gel-like substance <laughs> that begins to spill from the wound, and the 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 taut. Uh, exterior of it wrinkles at the top oh. as it begins to expel the interior oh. layer. Um, of goo. It's just a. It's just very much like an eyeball. It's a water balloon that is now. It's those little things. It's little dots you put in water and expand to two hundred. Well, I'm gonna give it. Uh, we'll, we'll give it to. Um, it's like it's like a grape that's been left out for a week. Mm. We'll give it to Denalia because eyeballs, eyeballs exactly. are good in stew. Yeah. yeah. I mean that would make so this? much stew. That's fucking gross. I think it might poison all of us, but I'll try. <laughs> Can it be turned into an anesthetic? I'm a cook. Oh, <laughs> I'm a cook. Anesthetic soup. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm grasping for eyeballs. Holy shit! shit. Wow. So that was an Well. Okay, this was. I'm sorry, but there was a lot of really amazing things that happened. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was uh, quite so a fight. We did very well. Yeah, I felt good. Yeah. That felt real good. I'm you sad. had portals. You made Sorry. shadows move. You fucking flew. And and what of you? Me? Uh, no, I mean just like we're. Up, <laughs> it's a nice background to have a fight in. It's true. Oh, what of what you? Of you. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and what of you? That's what we all did. And what of you? What of you, my liege? Shut up, my lord. <laughs> when y'all flew. From from <laughs> your continent, 100%. did you find anything on the airship on the way over? No, it was, uh, well, well I would, DM will tell. I would say that on the journey over, uh, from the ocean standpoint, there was occasional opportunities for other flying beasts of the ocean predators to, to harry the ship, but the ship was also well manned with a full crew and had enough uh, onboard weaponry to essentially shoo off anything that got that shoo idea. Shoo now. You know, for the large international treks like that, for that particular reason, there's a lot of money put into the trek. There's often a lot of important people that are like on the journey as well, uh, so they make sure that they have a well-manned defense crew for those type of trips. Right. So I'll relay that. We fought a dragon. <laughs> you fought a dragon? Wow. It was intense. Bullshit. <sighs> two very different stories. Captain Zandrus, I, I I just want to let you know that it looks like those two ballista up front were well stocked and ready, but that motherfucker in the back was empty. So I feel like you need to blame Khalil because he's obviously asleep, and it was probably his fault. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, uh, tattling on my own crew. I will ensure that he is thoroughly punished when he awakes. Ooh, pirate punishment. Oh, are you pirates? I probably pull like thumbs off and stuff. Yeah, you heard them. They take you know clothes around the seven. That's not seasons. true at all. We start with the toes. Dude. Make them walk the plank. 
We, no, we don't have a plank. We make them walk the edge. I could craft you an excellent Ooh. plank. We, okay. We could make like little steps out to the edge, and they have like little messages as it goes. Like it gets more <laughs> oh and more Very intimidating. Right. Well, what make them means? think about things before they don't have to think anymore. That's right. I like it. It's no, that's so weird. I just <laughs> not a pirate, you guys. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Wow. All right. Anyway, and, and so good. goes ahead and like looks over to some of the deckhands. Pull the sails forward again. And nobody else get hit with them. We're moving on. <laughs> the ship kind of picks up the wind once more, and uh, the brimstone glows, and the pulse kind of gives that low hum behind it that begins to vibrate the ship ever so slightly, and it picks up once more and continues forward for the remainder of the day. So that'll close the day's events uh, into night as we progress into an evening of rest. Unless anybody has anything else they want to do while on the ship, we can progress to the next day of travel. That would mark two days of the possibly four to five day travel journey. I'm furiously, can I just furiously whittling away. Ask okay. a question. Yeah. Why don't we just updates. keep those ballistas just loaded? Yeah. Pointing outward and sure. loaded. That way we don't waste time loading them the if something. That is exactly why. If we leave it out there too long, see the thing is, uh, that much tension for an extended period of time causes them to fall apart much sooner, which is very expensive. Plus, there's always a chance that if we turn very quickly and it's loaded and it spins on its mooring, it might, I don't know, shoo one of you. And we don't want that to happen. All right, that, that makes good sense. The next time we spot something thought, in the though. clouds, you know, half well, a mile away, first thing is load. Yeah. yeah. Preload. Yeah. But good looking out. They go ahead and like streak some of the sweat off of their bald head and kind of hold it up for a second. Winds are picking up. Maybe stay inside for the night. I look up in the sky. What is uh, what do the moons look like tonight? Uh, it says storms coming. Do I see anything on the horizon? Hmm? Uh, just said winds are picking up. Doesn't don't know if the storms oh, right. coming. Oh, sorry, sorry, that was just me. I was just <laughs> uh, but looking up, Kathy, uh, at this point, uh, you can see is just starting to just barely crest over the distant mountains, and uh, Ruidus is moved a bit further from the previous night. Remember, Rudis is a much slower rotation. Katha does the like continue rotation while Rudis is just a gradual. And they are like a conf, uh, often a, a contrasting orbit where they do kind of cross over each other from time to time. Um, but yeah, the wind does pick up a bit, and as you all kind of get into your rooms for the night, um, you do feel the, the jumps and shifts of turbulence as the evening wind Continues to make it a rough night of sleep, but a doable night of sleep. So everyone does get a long rest. You can go ahead and mark that off. Before, before we go to bed, I just want to go to Imogen and and ask her. Hey, hey, Imogen, uh, that flying thing was pretty crazy. Yeah, what was that? I don't know, but um, are you okay? I mean, I think so. It felt like I could feel that electricity through my entire body. Anyway. That's amazing. Well, no, I've been thinking, um, I've been working on something. Like, I, I, it's not creepy, but you know, I've been just sort of watching you while you sleep sometimes. And I, Sounds creepy. Again, not creepy. Yeah. <laughs> but I know that you, you're troubled by dreams and stuff. And so I, I just thought, I'm, I, I'd like to try something when you're, when you're ready, not, doesn't have to be tonight or anything, but like, I, I was, I was wondering if, if, um, you know, your friend Loudna over here. <laughs> um, 
Um, you know, you trust her a lot, right? Yeah. I was wondering if there's a way that I could somehow facilitate, I don't know. Do you want to go on a date with her? Uh, Is that what you're? I, no, no, that hadn't crossed my mind. Why, did she say something? <laughs> <laughs> I could ask. No, no, no I'm, not, I'm not interested in that. Um, <laughs> I just. Which one? You to, you've told her about your, your dreams sometimes. Oh yeah, she knows all about them. I, I think, with the way I've delved into your mind, with consent, of course, mm. and the way I can sort of hear and, and get into other people's minds, I might be able to bridge, I might be able to make a connection so that she can sort of experience your dream with you. I've been trying to make that happen. I mean, I've... If that's something that would interest you. Most definitely. I, it's a scary thing to... It's very lonely. I know. Yeah, I would love if Lodna could be there. But I don't quite know how it works yet. I mean, like, I don't know when you're gonna have one of these dreams, yeah, so neither. it's hard to, I could just try it every night till it happens, or I could just sort of watch, watch you for a few hours after you fall asleep, and then if it I- Sounds so weird. I know it does, but it's not creepy. Uh, if I keep saying that, it's not. <laughs> Um, but if you, if I see you sort of, you know, jerking or, or reacting badly in sleep, I could sort of rouse her and try to, I don't what know. What exactly is this process? I, I, I don't know, I haven't done it yet, but I, I feel like there's a way if I maybe, you know, touch you. <laughs> okay, this is getting... It's not creepy. All right. Lodna creeps up. <laughs> Pate. It's creepy. <laughs> Oi. Heard you talking about jerking and rousing and touching. <laughs> Sounds pretty erotic. <laughs> I, it, it does. It does. It's. It's been a while since I've been this high, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. He thinks there might be a way to to bring you into my dreams. Sorry, Pat <laughs> Oh, That sounds very serious. I didn't know really what we were talking about something. Okay, yeah, well, now I understand what that. I mean. Just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It seems weird to do it every night. I don't know but quite I don't how know else when, to. I never know when they're gonna come. Yeah. I was, I was actually just looking at Brutus and it's getting closer to being at its apex. Yeah. Is that, does that coincide with your dreams? Uh, after much deliberation, I realized that they, they tend to get worse when it's uh, at its peak. Oh, well then maybe in a few days, or, or when it's at its peak, we should try? Yeah. Okay. I think that would be smart. All right. Who knows? I guess we'll just watch the weather. Yeah. Or the, mm. the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing what you can see up here. You can see the edge of the world. Mm. <laughs> the room kind of shifts a bit heavily, and you all slide and impact the wall a minute. Did you notice letters? How the edge of the world is slightly curved. 
But yeah, because we're we can see it in the circle. how many days it would take to sail there. You know how there's like water? Yeah. What do you think happens to the water? What do you mean? At the uh, edge? Yeah. Huh, same thing that happens to the land. Just what? Just ends. The water doesn't like fall off anywhere. It just... When he goes to the other side? The under? Do you think there's a, it's a double-sided flatness? Oh boy. Do you think there's a whole other world on the opposite? Gosh. We'd have to ask a real science person. Yeah, maybe we should find one for you. Wow, do you think there's people just on the other side? Like, we're on top and they're on bottom? Maybe. Who's on top and who's on bottom now? <laughs> but don't you think it's weird how, no matter how far we go, the edge never gets closer? It must be very far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We'll figure, we'll talk to a scientist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Good night. I'll watch you sleep. All right. This sounds great. <laughs> right. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> all right. Sam, could you keep your personal views? <laughs> okay. Commitment to the bed. You do all rest. <clears throat> sleep through the bumpy night. I have one thing. Oh, oh yes, God. please. Wow. What you got, Fern? Um, I am gonna go to uh, Ladna's room, mm -hmm. where she is sleeping. Um, Watch. <laughs> and I'm gonna look Her around. Eyes are a little open. Mm -hmm. It's weird. <laughs> oh God! Sure. I try. I do a, I do a wave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna look for sashimi. Oh, oh. oh dear. Okay. Is she is she out? I imagine I would like unhitch sashimi and just like Spoon. place her, yes, next to my head as I sleep. So, so yeah, out in the open. <laughs> just. Okay, so I'm gonna grab sashimi and I'm gonna, from my marsupial pouch, I'm gonna pull out um, a little wig that I've been making with the fur on my legs. <laughs> Just a tiny little wig. We hope. Place it on top of Sashimi's head. We hope. And I'm gonna put place her on the pillow. Repurpose Merkin over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Place her on the pillow and then yeah. put pate on top of her. Oh. <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna lie. All right, just for the sake of this, make a make a slight of hand check. This oh is quite a bit of movement here. Please, please guide yourself. I'd say guide you myself. I'd say you have advantage on this because okay. you are asleep against your uh, passive. your passive perception. Yeah. Uh, and guy, are you guiding yourself? Uh, I'm sure I'll guide myself. That's pretty high though. Aim for the top. Oh wow, okay. 
26. 26. Nary a shift in her as you place things exactly how you want and step out. Yeah, I'm gonna place them in a sexy position. Okay. So that they could, they got busy last night. Cool. Cool. Okay. Then I'm gonna go to bed. I you have a good death rattle. Every breath sounds like the last. Just a spider crawl in the. I'm gonna sleep in the other room. <laughs> The night goes by without issue. You all rest soundly until eventually the morning comes here above the Hellcatch Valley. You come to with quite a display before you. You randy fools. (laughs) (laughs) And you were role playing sashimi. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> I just walk out a changed woman. <laughs> I've got new ideas. Okay. The third day of your journey is before you. I need someone to roll a d20. Uh, we're going clockwise at this point, so I think it's you at. Okay, okay. No pressure. It's like Toy Story. Oh. Uh-huh. Come on, Just. Just a free, f- yeah. a free, just yeah. what it is? Yeah. It's a six. A six, okay. <laughs> You're okay. Hey. Five alarms where it sucks. So, glancing out past the side of the ship as you continue into the deep parts of the valley, now from pretty much all perspectives, you see the Hellcat surrounding you. And it is kind of like a fallen cauldron type valley in the center of the continent. At all sides, you see the broken mountain ranges that surround the outskirts of it and you can see elements of the ground that just fall away into these deep ravines. As well as keeping an eye on the map, you see some of the sinkholes that were marked on there that are just these massive, almost like mile-wide, half-mile to mile-wide, like antlion-type pits that vanish below to some that are just open chasms that descend into darkness. And there are some that you pass that aren't on the map, Um, not knowing how old that map may be. Um, Should we mark them? Let's mark them. I can mark them for you after the session. Um, You also glance around and can see uh, large birds in the distance that are kind of moving in groups, uh, too far to make out the details of what they are. Um, But there is life throughout the valley, as as desolate as it may look in places. You also can see across some of these ravines, there are apparent roads that have been marked or carved through the open, dusty plains and across the cracked, broken hills that dot much of the landscape below you. You can see heavy bridges that are built across some of these chasms and over these ravines that connect some of these paths. Um, And you also see the telltale sign of monsoon flood grooves that give this like unique snaking trail. awesome pattern that spreads across the valley in places, where it it has this almost living, writhing appearance to it, just frozen in time, occasionally broken by odd, long streaks of movement, like someone had run a comb, a massive comb through it in certain places and turning. Uh, You catch vision off in the distance of like what looks to be a small cloud, a dust cloud that is emerging, and as it moves, 
with your high perception. Ground level or in the air? Ground level. Okay. You can actually see it to be a, a cluster. Uncertain of how many it is, but a number of things are moving together and kicking up dust and leaving a trail behind. Can I also ask, the birds you mentioned, like, mm-hmm. can we tell massive birds or just birds? Uh, roll a perception check for me. Yeah. That's not it. Uh, oh man, those are terrible rolls. Nope. Hard to tell at this distance. Um, you don't know much about the topography in the area, so you couldn't even make an educated guess if you wanted to, unfortunately. Um, but beyond that, uh, in the faint bit of turbulence, the wind's not as bad as they were in the middle of the night, as the temperature shift and at the elevation you were was, uh, the day continues without much of an issue. Um, as you bed down for the evening, to finish your third day of travel here. I'll be good to bed. Yes. I just pull Imogen aside, mm-hmm. in a quiet moment on the deck. You're doing all right? Mm-hmm. It's strange watching this landscape. We traveled not so long ago. It took the air. so long. So long. God, like every 15 minutes is a day. You remember how scary it was thinking those crawler gangs were gonna happen upon us? Oh uh, yeah. Thought they would just like pop out of the cracks in the desert. Be like, ah! <laughs> Maybe we'll actually see one this time. Maybe. <laughs> you know, you've... You've grown so much just in the past few months. It's astounding. But I also just want to make sure, you know? <sighs> the pressure and just everything in this new group we've suddenly found ourselves running with. You know, you've seen a little, um... Out of sorts. Yes, I didn't want to say it, but... Yeah. And I don't want to question your empowerment. I know. Because if you're owning your truth, So, you know, just yeah, just want to make sure, you know, you're okay. You just hear in your head, I've still got that crystal. That respond in your head. Has the feeling of it changed? me feel safe, but I don't think that's healthy. I don't know. I don't know. I've thought about throwing it overboard, but I don't want to. <laughs> Lana, you feel this kind of like, this kind of, spike of sweat hit the back of your neck when she says that. Something unsettling about the prospect of it being thrown overboard. You don't understand it. You haven't really gotten a good look at it. But you're worried about her. 
You know, I can understand this feeling. Quite a bit, actually. Really? A false sense of security and power from an ungodly source. That doesn't... You don't have the control. It does. Has she been talking to you again? She made quite the theatrical appearance in the Hartmore. After I went down in that, um, glowworm. Yeah. It can be intoxicating. Borrowing from a power beyond you. Just be careful of the moments that you can no longer separate yourself from it. <clears throat> that same base kind of fills your body for a second. There's a nervous itch in your mind about that stone that she's carrying. Does it feel familiar in any way? I... No, not necessarily. Okay. You, like I said, you haven't had, got a good look at it, but there's something about it, like even just knowing it's near, is spiking a, a, a curiosity and a worry within you. Like both, like uh, like morbid curiosity. Maybe. Intrigued and terrified at the same time. Maybe. I don't think it's doing anything. I don't think it's doing anything. I don't know. Do you feel like it might be providing more harm than good? Um, to the benefits. I don't. It. I don't think it's doing either. I mean, it's it's just. Um, it's kind of like a comfort, mm. if that makes sense. But at the same time, I don't remember feeling so. Explosive or frustrated about things before. I don't know if it's coming from that. I don't. I, I just. You have gotten quite a few, like, killer roasts on Chetney. Hmm? <laughs> well, the chat deserves it sometimes. Oh, that's why honest. I haven't faulted. I've never flown before. Do you think that came from it? Or do you think it's just something I have? I mean, before you came to town, I didn't even know I could. <sighs> Once again, it hits the back of your neck. You don't know what this is. You should probably take a look at it. 
know, it's truly hard to say, and I don't know um, if I'm necessarily the best judge of this circumstance. It's something that I ask myself daily on what's me and my own natural ability, and what's hers, right? You know, do you mind if I just take a, a look at it? Maybe if I can just hold it, I can get a better sense of what you're feeling. It's hard to understand until... Was there anyone around? I imagine in this conversation, anyone who's around is probably asleep or in their own. Although you all have individual rooms, unless you're choosing to. I was going to ask. I imagine because we're if it's the same bedtime situation we've had in hotels, I was going to say that Orem is staring at an opposite wall, listening to all this. But if you guys want it to be private, it's private. I would think I imagine it, would be it being private. on the deck. Plus, deck yeah, well. I was thinking I was on the deck thinking. as well, okay. actually. <laughs> Plus. All of this in my brain was happening in our heads because. Right, once established. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep it rolling. So <sighs> we're alone on the deck. True. Crap. I take the pouch off my side. Spindly fingers unfurl. It's all right. Don't do anything with it, Lana. I would never do anything without your permission first. Just through the pouch, what does it feel like? It feels like a fairly dense rock of some kind, just through the Exterior of it, cold to the touch. Cold. I can tell through the, through the. I mean, the pouch itself is cold. I just tip it out into my other hand. Okay. It touches your palm. That same low bass kind of kicks through you, and it begins to get warmer and warmer and warmer. Your vision begins to darken at the peripheries of your eyes. Your perspective on Imogen begins to fade, almost like you've been holding your breath and the tunnel vision begins to kick in and it all... Feels like I'm going to pass out. <laughs> as you are focused entirely on this gem, unable to look away. Like a a slowly increasing heartbeat somewhere within you, and a voice creeps into your mind that goes, child, this, this is far too dangerous in your hands. Is it Delilah? It is. I'll handle this. I grip it. You do, and it feels almost searing in your hands, and as you do, you feel the warmth, the heat begin to travel through your arm. Tell me what it is. Shh. Tell me what it is. I've taken care of it for you. I drop it? You can't move your arm. 
and you just feel the heat traveling through your arm. I just reach out to Imogen. What are you doing? I can't. What are you doing? It's her. The heat passes through your shoulder and into your chest. She won't let me let go. And now that cold becomes I just a warm heartbeat. Grab her hand. Wait, what? It does what? That cold bass sound becomes a warm heartbeat as the warmth hits your chest. And at that moment, your fingers pull open, and the gem is cold and broken. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. What just happened? Uh-oh. Hey, Minchin. I don't know what just happened. No, no, I didn't do anything, Imogen. Have you felt a searing heat from it before? No. Imogen, I, I, I can fix it, I, I'll, I'll fix it. We'll fix it. Yeah, we'll fix it. We'll fix it. I'm gonna go to bed. Laudna. All right. I let her go, and I walk to the front of the ship, and I scream, what did you do? As you stare out into the dark expanse around you, the barely visible horizons of the Hellcatch and beyond, you feel once more that dull heartbeat, the warmth receding. And the familiar voice of the woman who lives somewhere in your spirit says, Don't worry. I've taken care of And thank you. No! Oh, fuck. And that's where we'll finish our episode. Oh, what? No! No! Oh, God! Pick up from there next like week. A fish to the lure. No! You want to destroy a white stone? Because this is how you destroy a white oh stone. Well done. God. Well done. Yeah. What did she just get? What did she just get? He didn't bring he you back to life. I have so many goosebumps. Oh, Damn, you this two. is far too dangerous. I didn't mean to take, take your take pretty crystal. No, Damn you two. Why? No, it's good. I have questions. Bitches are fucking with my friendships now. You do not fuck with my personal relationships. But also, side note, it's really fun watching you guys. I love this game. No joke. You lied. I was like, yep, yep. Oh, I'll just hold it. Mm-hmm. And the warmth. I don't want to go out. Okay, I know.
<laughs> I fucked around and I found out. Well, we'll pick up from there next week. Um, before we finish up, I do have a couple quick announcements uh, to make. More announcements like uh, sort of, uh, thank you, Howard Andrews uh, at Mini Lead L E E D for making this incredible airship. Yeah, the Silver Sun. I'm so happy with it. Um, also, super excited. I've had the pleasure since before this campaign started to collaborate with a bunch of amazing writers and uh, world builders to you know flesh out Marquette and. Many incredible ways, beginning with uh, Mackenzie DeArmas, who helped with Ancarel, uh, with the Call Another Deep book, and that's expanded into uh, Jasmine Bular, Justice Armin, uh, all fantastic people that I continue to collaborate with and fleshing out the awesomeness of this place. Uh, but we're now going into the Hellcatch Valley, uh, which is in particular a large collaboration I've been working on for a while with Bashir Gauss, uh, which you can find at Bashir, B A S H E E R G H O U S E. His work is amazing, his previous work is amazing. Uh, and super excited to dive into the space that we built together. So go check out uh, his stuff, all these amazing people stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll pick up from this chaos oh. next week. Until then, thank you for coming along with this chaos. We love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Good night. Oh, hey, Ashley Johnson here, and I sure do hope you're enjoying the adventure. Remember when you first found out about Critical Role? Was it through a friend, or a family member, or maybe even through the words of a stranger in the review section of our podcast? Many listeners find our show through word of mouth and recommendations, so please consider rating and reviewing our podcast, because each review makes an impression that may just inspire someone new to give our show a try, and that, more than anything, helps to support us. Thank you for joining us on this adventure, and until next time, let us try to leave the world a little better than we found it. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.